Let me segue it into that. There's in the second film, in the second book, in the second mm. film, there's oh, the bit where film? the which film? Lord of the Rings, oh, yeah. where the where Merry or Pippin, one of the little retarded hobbits. <laughs> I don't think you can say you can't, can't say, say that. retarded. No. I get told <laughs> off by my missus all the time to say, and I, it was one of my favourite words after. You can say retarded. you can say retarded hobbit because hobbits are not real. What's up, guys? This is Smith. I'm here with Jason and Ben. What's up? <laughs> What's that up? completely threw me. <laughs> <laughs> that little voice completely threw me. But um, what I was going to say is welcome to another episode of The White Basement. We're here with Ben. We're here with Jason and myself, Smith. We're going to be talking about heavy issues, medical issues like anxiety with absolutely no background, no no kind of... <laughs> I mean, you're uh, no authority on this, are you, Smith? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I've literally surfed the web for about two minutes. The best background is we all have had anxiety. Yeah. What, what background do you need? I tell yeah. you, I tell you. Well, let me, let me, let me just cut straight across my, you. My anxiety levels have already gone up. Yeah, just I hearing. Could, I could, I could tell by his eyes. Let, <laughs> let me cut straight across you. If you're uh, a doctor, a qualified doctor, shout out to all the qualified doctors but you have never had anxiety problems. Mm. You've got no business treating anxiety. You think? Yep. But you can understand a condition without can experiencing it. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you? Yes. yes, of course. I think so. Yeah. So what do all these um, amputation doctors do? They fucking cut people's shit off. That probably doesn't need cutting off half the time. But you, you, I think you can. And just because you... Can you? Could I... Well, let me, well, let me, let right. me ask you this. Right. Could I... Could I trained to be an expert on parenting without having kids yes really 100 percent. you read a book we agree to disagree yeah i i don't think look I, it's I, an interesting uh, actually you've made me think since you said that i think you can i think you can because you can understand what the symptoms are and you can understand where it hurts yeah you can't feel that pain that someone might be so feeling do you, so do you know what you're really but you talking can, about but you might understand like it, if you just had a particular anxiety about one thing and you went to an expert who had a massive understanding of all the different types of anxiety just because they hadn't experienced it. And, and actually who hasn't experienced anxiety they probably have everyone probably has to a degree hit us up on the socials if you're anxious <laughs> if you're anxious right now <laughs> about what maybe the fuck I, did i just download about my, my uh my me chiming in i'm like oh no maybe i maybe i don't know what i'm talking about I'll um, tell you one thing, though. My anxiety levels have been through the roof, mainly driven by this podcast. Mm. Um, I hadn't sleep last night. I, did, <laughs> I didn't. I woke up at four o'clock this morning. I woke up at five o'clock this morning. The happiest time was when you told me, Jason, you said, oh, I'm bringing in Ben and you don't need to come. <laughs> that was the happiest time. And I thought in my mind, I did secretly think to myself, hopefully Ben's good. and hopefully. I don't need to come back ever again. And um, and then obviously you messaged me the other day, Jason. Said, <laughs> I, I don't know if words. I did read it like that. I, mu I must admit, I did read it like that. But, but but Jason was diplomatic enough to sort of say, oh, "Look, Smith, um, maybe you should come for part two and join me and uh, Ben." And I, all I thought was, "Well, it's less for me to talk." Um, so yeah, I'm here, albeit reluctantly, and um, I've got the sort of invisible handcuffs here. Jason's dragged me in, but um, 
hopefully this is hopefully I flopped so hard on this one that um, Jason just doesn't invite me back. No, hopefully once we once we do our whole anxiety podcast by the end of it, you'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm I found good. the answers. I'm good to go. Yeah, mm. I found the answers. So, Jason. so let me let me tell you then what I was going to tell you before. Um, is this I, the, is this the thing where you you keep cutting everyone off all through the week? Yes, where you keep saying yes. This is the save one for the podcast. Yes, yes. save for the podcast. So. Jason, um, I'm, I've got massive. Um, I've, I've just discovered um, a lump in my um, in my leg. Save it for the podcast, mate. Your tie's a bit flat. Don't save tell me on the podcast. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> really the alarm's gone off. There was. We had about ten discussions. Where we started down uh, telling the story early, didn't we? Hold I on. Went, save it for the podcast. Uh, and every time I got about, and then I, I got. I was stuck in the corner, and then Jason's popped in. Hey guys, you save it for the podcast. Right. Oh, okay. so I never got to the end of it's, any of those stories. Because, well, <laughs> not even on the podcast. That's let, the problem. let me say then, it's, it's because I care about our audience. Mm. And I was thinking about this both before. Both of them, yeah? Both of them. And I was thinking about, both of you, and I was thinking about this earlier, that we, we should call our guys, our fans, we mm -hmm. should give them like a name. Mm -hmm. So I think we should call them Baseheads. And then Gosha said you could call them whiteheads. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> whiteheads is like, you know, those uh, the big Kimbles. zits. And she's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I think I think uh, I care about the base heads. Base That's heads. why I say save it for the podcast. Yeah. But let me, let, I'll tell you the story that I was going to, that I was going to tell you to kind of kick off the anxiety podcast. I had my wisdom tooth out. I had my wisdom tooth out on Monday. And um, I'm, did I'm, it hurt? No, in a word, no. But um, I, I've got like a bad, like doctor hospital white mm. coat syndrome, like mm. bad. So this was what I was saying to you earlier. Yeah. The last time I had to go and have a blood test, I went in, I went into Barnet. I think I told you, right? I went <laughs> no. into Barnet. And, you saved um, it for the podcast. I saved it for the podcast. I went into Barnet, I went in, they called me and whatever. I knew it was going to be like a bad day. You don't even know you're kind of going to have a yeah. bad one. I was already feeling a little bit like lightheaded. Went in, you know, lie down on the chair. I'm trying to be calm. I said to her, look, I don't, you know, I, I don't do well with these, whatever, whatever. She said, oh, yeah, don't worry. Put the thing on, whatever. Takes the blood. I'm, I'm feeling like, like really lightheaded. This is for a tooth? No, no, no. This was oh, before, right? Was this is how bad I am with, right. with medical stuff. So um, <laughs> went in, takes the blood. I'm feeling lightheaded. Then she starts asking me all these stupid fucking questions. Can you fill this in? You didn't write your name here properly. And I want to say to her, bitch, I'm going to pass out in a minute and you're fucking telling me to do all this stuff. Anyway, so I'm trying to fill this thing in. This is before they've got the needles out? No, no, she's done it. Oh, okay. But right, I'm, right. I'm already freaking out. Right, right. So, um, so, so I said to her, I'm just going to like close my eyes for a minute because I thought like, I'm, I'm really struggling here. The next thing I know, Jason Muller. Jason Muller, I'm like, oh shit, I've properly fucking passed out. Yeah, that was the last time I had a blood test. So that's okay, that's yeah. how bad I am with like doctor stuff. So anyway, this this wisdom tooth at the bottom, I had my top two taken out when I was probably like 13 or 14, 15, something like that. And they said to me, come back in two weeks and we'll do the bottom two. Yeah. So that's how long I avoided going. Yeah. So, but then this, this, this bottom one on, on the right side started to crumble about five years ago. And I went in and they, they sort of filled it. They, they rebuilt the back of it. And, um, but it started to go again. So I was kind of thinking, oh, well, it doesn't hurt. I'll, I'll kind of ignore it. And then I was eating a meal a month or so ago, no, maybe a couple of months ago, and a bit of tooth came out. And I was like, okay, I 
can't really like leave this any longer. So called the dentist. Luckily, they had the cancellation with the guy that I wanted to see, who's the guy that's Gosha's dentist. And she said to me, like, you have to go and see this guy. He's really good. He'll make you feel really relaxed. And I was like, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm relaxing when I'm in the dentist. Hmm. I don't know what happened. This guy, he's a youngish guy, Asian guy. I went in, he checked it. He said to me, look, it's crumbling again. I can feel it. It will last about six months, but you need to take it out. And I was like, oh, okay. And he said, um, he said, don't worry about it. I'm a specialist in doing this. I'm a, I'm a dentist. Surgeon. No, but he's, he does implants. <laughs> right. So he's a proper... I'm not a plumber. Uh, 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 you know, he doesn't just do fillings and normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there was something like, I don't know what reassured me about it. He said, right, I'll book you in. It was about a six-week wait. I wasn't nervous at all at all and well, it's would, weird because i had to go and get some hypnosis some nlp done a long time ago to go and have another blood test because at the beginning i couldn't even go and mm. have you ever had have you ever been hypnotized or had any like therapy like that uh, no i always think i'm too like i'm really skeptical of those things i always think oh i won't be able to be hypnotized same same with me right i have power that will stop the hypnotist watch yeah. from swinging from side to Same side with me. but i was i was so bad i was like i gotta do something i gotta try yeah. something right so i went and had this nlp it was like three hours what that, what's that neuro-linguistic neuro-linguistic programming. Programming. neuro-linguistic programming like tony oh, right. robbins like Darren Brown. i mean tell me what it is because so, so I, I i'll tell you a lot about it but mainly it's like it seems to be all these sort of con men and pickup artists and people like that you see on the internet and all this neuro-linguistic programming but but apparently it's some legit science or something and there's there's people that, you know, yeah. they build up a legit hustle. It was amazing. NLP legit coaching. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was amazing, right? This guy, this guy, he said to me, um, you know, what are you anxious about? But blah, blah, blah. And he said, look, all you got to do is keep your eyes closed. Okay, you don't have to think about, not think about, do breathing. You don't have to do anything. Just sit here on the couch and just keep your eyes closed and I'll just talk. Are you naked or do you... I, I couldn't tell because my eyes were closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I'd I was pr- cold. I'd, I'd have preferred to be naked. You probably got your hat on. I was suddenly chilly. <laughs> and it, and it, was, <laughs> and it hurt the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> my ass was sore. But um, he, so he just, but he, he talked about some random shit. He talked about his friend who got burned on an oil rig. Okay. He talked about Benny Hill, uh, about all this weird stuff. And, the thing that he kept getting me to do in between all these stories was the the Benny Hill music where they're chasing yeah, them yeah, around, yeah, yeah. but faster. And he was kind of saying it. He was going so... <laughs> and he was saying like, do it in your head, do it in your head. And and what he explained to me afterwards, so it was, it was really weird, right? He finished and I thought, well, was that it? It was quite expensive. And uh, then he said to me, like, if I say to you now how would you feel about having a blood test? Like, how do you feel? And previously, at the beginning, like you say the word, I would have just had a, like a, you know, like right. people that have yeah, phobias. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have any reaction. Like I couldn't remember really what those words meant. Mm. It's hard to explain. But what he said to me, what it does is that you've got a, like a pathway in your brain mm. and it's like a cut in a groove in a, in a right. piece of wood. So every time something happens, the groove gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So when you see something or hear something, whatever, spiders or 
jelly or whatever it is you got phone. Yeah, like in the office. <laughs> you know, you've got oh the phone yeah, yeah, jelly. yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I don't like the way it wobbles. I don't like the way it moves. I don't like the way it moves. Yeah. But but whatever it is, <laughs> as soon as you you interact with that trigger, you get a response before you, two seconds before you can even think about it. You've had the response and it reinforces it. And so all this does is it just rubs out that pathway. So it doesn't right. stop you being scared of anything. Yeah. You've got to learn to be scared of it again. And I can't understand why now still, but this is what I had with the dentist. He said, I'm going to take your tooth out. I said, yeah, fine. I wasn't nervous for the six weeks running up to it. So I wasn't you, nervous when I got there. So, so, so are you a big believer in alternative therapies? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know people have had CBT and it's really helped them. Yeah, that's the other one, right? NLP and then there's CBT, and, cognitive and behavioral therapy. And something else. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it has really helped people. I know I can't really go into any depth in it because it's personal to those people. But at first they were very skeptical about it and went, I don't know if this is going to work. And it did. It did. It sounds similar to what you went through. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a very weird sensation because it's something that you think, I'm just going to have this forever. Like, I just don't really know how to deal with this. I can't really, it's too deeply ingrained. I don't know how to fix it. And then a couple of hours later, I'm like, why? It's kind of gone. It, it's very hard to explain. It's just, you, don't, you. it's like you can't remember what you thought about it. It's like that memory has just been yeah, knocked yeah. out of your head. It was, and that's that's what I had with the dentist. I just, and I don't I, know I'd, why. I'd be a little bit scared about it, you know, like doing hypnosis and stuff like. Because I don't know, what if the guy was like just not good at his job, and suddenly, like every time you saw a bus coming, it would trigger. You know, I don't know. He just did the wrong thing by accident. He did the wrong. It know. would trigger you to shout out, "Bus wankers!" Yeah. Something. Yeah. The, just, the thing is with, with with me, it's just there are so many things that make me anxious. So it's not like there's one thing like oh, I'm scared. Again, I haven't been to the dentist for 15 years. Or I very rarely go to the doctor and there are things I need to go to the doctor about. And whenever I've got some sort of injury, people always go, oh, go, dude, go to the doctor. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I will. Yeah. And, and Rachel, my missus, always going, go to the doctor. And I'm like, yeah, 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 no. But I just can't, I can't do it. So, it's, But it's not like I've just got an anxiety about seeing a dentist or a doctor. I mean, it's about, it's everything. So mm. for me, I imagine they must go, right, what triggers you? What thing? And I'd be like, well, everything. What doesn't? Yeah, what doesn't trigger me? I, I just and has that always been the case yeah can, can you remember always being like that? as a as a kid i was always anxious i didn't recognize it as anxiety i like my mum always used to go oh you're really antisocial." Well, i remember her saying that and i didn't really understand what that meant and i was always scared of stuff all mm. the time like clinging to her leg and i well obviously you're a kid you've got you've only got your own experiences you just you just assume everyone feels the way you're feeling because uh, you don't really have anything. Is this when you're little? Yeah, yeah, little, little kid, yeah, like toddler, four, five, clinging six. Clinging to leg. Is yeah, clinging to the, 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 the clue. I wanted to double check. We'll That's why I wanted to double check. This is when, when he meant when he's, you, you thought he meant when he was trying to, when he was trying to single leg his mum last week. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, uh, <laughs> it would be kind of weird, like, son, you're in your 40s now, can <laughs> yeah, you let go of my leg? Like, mummy, no. But mum, I don't want to go into the shop on my own. Um, but I was just scared of everything. I was scared of everything. And I just thought, oh, I'm a pussy. As a kid, it was really hard. So I just thought, oh, I'm a fucking pussy. I'm just scared of everything. And everything What kind of things are you scared of, though? Like what? Like, I'm, and I'm talking bring, about doing the more new, embarrassing bring things. Bring it all back doing, now. Bring it all up. Doing then. anything new. You know, like, oh, you're going to... You know, I was always acting. So, oh, you're going to join a, dra a drama club. I was terrified of joining a new group. 
Or... No, but that's fine. I mean, okay, I can understand. Uh, I want to you to go. No, and... Tell me something. Let's. Okay, you're well, embarrassed let's say... about something embarrassing. I wanted. Like, well, I can't think I... of a specific. I want you to walk into this. I can't son. think of a specific thing. But let's say we pull. Let's say we want to go to a chip shop, and she went. Oh, here's the money. You go in and order the chips. I'd be like, no, I can't. Because you were scared of the chippy, or yeah, I was scared of the people in the queue. Scared of the person. Uh, what to say to the person? But what were you Even though of? you know, you just go. Can I have a portion of chips? I was like, oh, I've got to say the, got to say the words in the right order. Accident, I was worried I'd go, ah, can I, um, I just, <laughs> ev- everything. Can you go and post this letter at the end of the road? Oh, no, there might be some bigger boys. There might be some big boys. They might be hanging around the street corner and they might see my Wellingtons and laugh at my Wellingtons. And, you know, it was fucking everything, everything, anything new. Going to a family occasion with family that I've always grown up with that I've know. I was kind of like that as well. I, mean, and I can just, relate to that. But as, and as I got older, it just, be, because you have to do more things independently when, as you grow up, because you can't always go, no, you come with me or you take your friends with you. At some point you've got to do shit on your own because you're an adult or right. you're a parent or whatever. And it just, everything just got worse and worse and worse. And uh, doing anything, just going to the, even now, if, if Rachel goes, can you go and get some milk from the corner shop? I'm like, Oh, fucking hell, I've got to go to the shops, fuck. It just, everything stresses me but out. Is that, but is it stress or is it like laziness? It's stress. No, 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 it no, causes I'm not me stress. Here. I, mean, I am lazy, but it does sounds it cause me, causes me stress. <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> causes me stress. And some things right. are more stressful than others. And you learn to manage it because you have to fucking do it. Like when I was, uh, when I was acting. So does that make it easier? Have, knowing that you have to do it. Doesn't I matter whether don't know. you, know, it's you like, think. I mean, I'm 45. Jason is going to call me about this podcast. I've got to turn up, and it's like I really don't think, want to do it. You think? You think? Yes. You didn't turn up to the last two. Last two. Was it two? Did you think? You think oh, it would get easier? Yeah. One with Yusuf. You think oh, yeah. it would get easier, but it doesn't. Even when I go into the same place all the time, like uh, if I'm picking my kids up from the childminders, or if I'm going to jujitsu, and right. I know everyone there, I always have a fucking brilliant time. But I still get anxious about going. Um, the places I go to at work, I go there every fucking week. I still get stressed going there. Um, it's it's just, there's no logic behind it because it's always okay. And, well, and even though I do these things over and over again, they still cause me stress. Yeah, I mean, but this is this is kind of what I was, what I was uh, saying at the beginning is that, because I, I you know, I, I can relate to a lot of that. You know, I still have, I think I said to you the other, other week, you know, yeah. there's, there's, a lot of times when like, like when, if my phone rings, oh, fucking hell. more or less all the time, I don't answer I'm it. Same. Even I'm if, same. even if I know who, it, even yeah, if I'm it says, same. fucking weird, Ilya, whatever, I'm like, let it, let, let it ring and then I'll call him back. Yeah, I'm the same. Oh, I'll call and him straight back. You, you like, call him straight back or you'll just keep putting it off No, no, no. you can't call him back? Well, you, if it's someone I don't want to talk to, I just don't call right. him. But I mean, if, if it's someone I want to talk to, sometimes I'll pick it up. If I'm, depends how I'm feeling. But yeah. often I'll let yeah. it ring. I'll wait a minute. I'll go and sit down in my chair, have a like, right. drink of yeah. water, and then I call him. Why is that? Because I'm the set exactly I'm, I'm exactly the same. But why are we like that? Don't call me, man. But why are we like that? Why aren't we picking up the phone to a friend when... Be- because, well, why is that causing so, us stress? Well, so this is this is what I was saying. I I think, and this is what I've sort of come to understand. Is it control? Do you think? No, no. Yeah. I, I, I've, I think it is. I mean, it may be for you, but I think I th- what certainly for me, and I think for Ben, um, I think what it is is there's there's this groove that you every time you take this stupid, ridiculous behaviour pattern, you reinforce it. Right. And we probably, yeah. you and I, and probably you have as well, Smith, have done it 
literally probably a million times in the last 10 years. Every time you don't answer the phone, every time you don't turn up somewhere or you do but you stand in the corner or you whatever, you're just reinforcing the thing. And so it becomes not the thing that causes the anxiety, it's just the anxiety that causes the mm. anxiety. You know, you're not... Like when I... Again, like if I if I come back to my dentist example, I should have been anxious about actually they're going to pull your tooth yeah, out. Yeah, it's painful. They're going to get some pliers, cut your gum open, and uh, fucking pull your tooth out. But if I was going to be anxious, I would have been anxious about what if I faint? What if I'm freak out and I can't do it? What if I don't want to let him do the injection? What if I get halfway through and I have to stop? You know, mm. it, it, it's never like the pulling the tooth out because in pure, like, how are your nerves firing off? Right. Like in terms of the physical yep. stimulus, it's no worse than when you put your knee on my face and try to choke me. When you've this got like your gi, just to when make you've it got very clear to everybody. Gi, yeah, not when you're in the toilet or the shower. Not either, in the yeah. toilet or the shower. But when, you, when you've got your gi or <laughs> my gi wrapped around my jaw, face because you can't get it under my chin yeah. and you're just trying to like break my jaw so I tap. This is this is four times more pressure than the dentist is, can ever put into your jaw because you're pulling with your hips. He's mm. pulling with his wrists. Then it's quick, isn't it? It just goes quick. No, it's oh, not is quick. It not? Is it not? No. Oh, but, no. but, but, <laughs> giving but, me more anxiety. But that's... But the, all, all dentist dodgers everywhere. The anxiety <laughs> is about the, how am I going to respond to this situation, I think, rather than the situation. And that's what I said mm. to you the other week when, or, or to Smith maybe, yeah, to, to Smith, I said the other week when we were, when we did our first anxiety little, what's it, conversation. Shallow that, dive, a shallow a, dive into shallow anxiety. Dive. An anxiety is <laughs> a condition where you live in the future. Totally, yeah. And that yeah, we, changed we, we my whole perspective well. on things. It, like, it is, but it's... <sighs> It totally, when you said it to me after we finished the last podcast in the car park, it totally is that. And I'd heard that before. And it, it is that. And it's, I am always expecting it to go wrong or there to be a difficulty. And it's like, how am I going to address that when it happens? And, and again, you're looking As at in your you previous... Cover, you want to cover all your possible outcomes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's, but yeah. it's also previous experience. So like, let's take your dentist experience. I went to the dentist once to have a filling. He didn't give me enough injections with the needles. And therefore, when he started drilling, it fucking hurt. So last time I went to the dentist about 15 years ago, they were like, oh, I think you, you could do a filling. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I didn't go back for the appointment because I was like, I don't want to go back because they won't, they won't give me enough injections and it's going to hurt. So, yeah, it's, it's always living in the future. That's what all my anxiety, anxiety is. It's like, what, what if someone asks me this or what if they... What if this person's not at the right place? Or like when I came here last week, uh, Jason said, "Oh, I'm going to meet you at the gate." And I went, "Oh, good." Let's t for the, you know to, to get that, to get down here for the people that are listening. There's a a, a driveway with an electric gate. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Then took the stress out when I texted you yesterday. Can I come with you? I said, "Can yeah. I come with you?" Just to remove any kind of things. Well, even going though wrong. I've been to Jason's once before with you, it was like I didn't want the stress of that drive, and then I couldn't remember what flat he was in. Even yeah, though you yeah. texted me the address with a number, I'm always yeah. trying to eliminate as much stress mm. out of every situation as possible mm. because that that the, the if I can diminish that level of anxiety, it's more manageable. But I think when we just touched on it about five minutes ago, for me sometimes it's control. 
So if it's out of my control, obviously we feel uncomfortable. So when someone rings, even though I fucking know them and I do want to talk to them, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you right now because I'm focused on something else. Mm. But then I've got the fucking ball ache of phoning them back. Okay. If it's student loans, which happened to me last week, they phoned me, I recognised the number and I went, I don't want to have this conversation right now. And I got anxious about it because I thought, are they going to let me defer this year? Because it's like either this year or next year is the last year of my deferment and then I fucking stick it to the man and I'm like fuck you don't just pay my student low back bitches I, de- I work the system but <laughs> oh um, you get what they just they write it off it. yeah from, for, for my year when I, fuck when you, I, student when I was at people. uni yeah if you got to a certain age without earning a certain amount they write it off I think it's a different contract mm, every year yeah, but anyway yeah. um, I was like oh so I didn't pick up the phone and then I went oh but now I'm going to have to ring them back and then I'll have to talk to this person and then they'll put me through to another department and then I'll have to have this call. Rather than, I should have just gone, oh yeah, I'll just pick up the phone. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but you know what? But, but funnily enough, there's two dates I hate in the calendar. First one, obviously. Christmas. Has, no, 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 no. <laughs> Before you're going to say <laughs> today and tomorrow. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Oh, fuck. Exactly. Shout, out, shout out to your wife. <laughs> I have no pressure on Valentine's Day. Who's obviously day, not going to listen to this episode? Yeah. I'll be conveniently. Welcome to episode five. No, actually, oh, there no, was to be one. fair, no, to be fair, I mean, my wife knows that, and I always make running jokes about it. Every bloke hates Valentine's Day. Do you uh, buy a present before you make the running joke? <sighs> Let's not talk about presents. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day. So, is, is it genuinely my... that is one of your? Yeah, dates. Valentine's Day. Man, I what's hate the other it? one? My birthday. I thought you might say birthday. I tell you why, because again, it's that exact same thing. Everybody calls you, everybody messages you, everybody drops a Facebook message, everybody yeah. does, you know, through ev- all kinds of, you know, all the different chat groups and whatever. Everyone, And obviously you feel obliged to say, you know, thanks Hey, thanks for much. the birthday messages. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It really meant a lot, bro. I felt you the know? love. <laughs> right? And, but it piles up. It piles up. And you spend your whole day constantly just going, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for thanks. that. Or thanks, I just thanks. like them. I just give thanks. a little thumbs up. You, you can bing, you can bing. rely on me to completely forget your birthday. Yeah, just every other year. I, that's why I like you, Jason. You Note just never self. remember my birthday or any special <laughs> occasions of mine. Note to self. Props. <laughs> Props. There's yeah. not many people who actually just, enjoy the fact you that don't I need forget to remember the date. Just send a present. Date. When is your birthday? 11th of June. Oh, you've had it. But you've doxed me. Okay, guys. 11th of June. Make for sure all you, you send out there. Shout out to all the fraudsters out there. Eleventh <laughs> June, nineteen forty-six. Make sure you send. <laughs> make sure you send him a, a birthday message. A big eighty-six long one. again or two. But um, but no, no I, I was going to say it's, it's those kind of things where again it's it, and why I, Valentine's? Hey, Valentine's. It's always like my wife's always like. I mean, it's a running joke between us, but she's always like, oh, I can't wait for Valentine's really? Day. What have you got? What I can't. I can't wait to see what surprises you've got for me. Oh, and, and and she's just taking the piss because you know we just give each other give each other a card or well, whatever. I don't even get a card, but it's um. But man, it, it you know you, you, know, you notice how I stayed quiet through this Valentine's one because I completely forgot to buy like card, flowers, present, everything this year. <laughs> we don't do it. <laughs> everything. My ex used to expect the fucking world, and I didn't like the pressure. Yeah, but hold on, but, but Ben, Ben, this is my this is my beef with Valentine's Day. Who said it's for the bloke? To, to 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 do everything, De and beers. the girl just receives everything. I De think it, it was it was um, Winston Churchill. De Beers. He said, <laughs> "You must the man must be blah blah blah." I don't sound like fucking Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Society. Can though. you do any any more Gandalf? Five fools. Oh yeah. Go on, do some more. I love that. <laughs> Gandalf. He's like one of my favourite <laughs> gone from anxiety ever. to Gandalf. <laughs> This is where this when my beard was long. Up. Well, <laughs> let me, let me, let me. Uh, what's it called when you segue? Let me segue it into that. 
there's in the second film, in the second book, in the second mm. film, there's oh, the bit where film? the which film? Lord of the Rings, oh, yeah. where the where Merry or Pippin, one of the little retarded hobbits. <laughs> I don't think you can say retarded. You can't say that. Retarded, no. I get told <laughs> off by my missus all the time to say, and I, it was one of my favourite words after cunt. You can say retarded. You can say retarded hobbit. Because hobbits are not real. Oh yeah, I guess. So well, unless you live in Wiltshire, there are a few people with hairy feet. Yeah, so retarded hobbit, as long as you're not in Wiltshire. So shout out to all the retarded hobbits out there that are not in Wiltshire. <laughs> the, but, but, no, the, no, but the he's talking about us. Merry or Pippin or whatever <laughs> yeah. is, has like the proper meltdown stress attack, and he says, "I don't want to be here." And I, oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? And Gandalf does him the anxiety speech. Yeah, he does about no no one who has to go through these things yeah. wants to. Yeah. It's just how you deal with That's them. It's real bravery. But actually, you know what? That, that sort of brings me to this other, the other, other little beef I had with, um, with this whole kind of industry of coaching. Like, first of all, what was Gandalf's qualifications? Where he wizard. felt he... he, he wizard, <laughs> He had bro. a degree in yeah. wizarding, didn't wizard. he? Yeah. Right. Wait, so, just, so wizardry, just, that was a totally different stream from neurolinguistic programming what is or the, anxiety. What is the higher level of anything than fucking wizard? No, but wizards don't make good coaches. Bro, wizards make good everything. But they're everything. wise, aren't they? They're wise. They make good everything. Well, they can they're make a wizards. potion and but drink is, it and become again, wise. Yeah, what, do you, what do you call the guy who's the most amazing DJ you ever heard? What about the best skateboarder you ever seen? What about the best jujitsu guy you ever seen? Smith, wizard. Smith, he's a wizard. Wizard. Skateboarder. Wizard is the, Tony Hall. Wizard is the top yeah, level. Yeah, they say Ryan Hall. Right, Ryan Hall is a wizard. It's a top level. Yeah, you, you're I'm, right. I'm, I'm right. going to steward the inquiry. So in a way, you've answered my question, that being a coach doesn't require any kind of qualifications, right? And there's guys like you who are, let's, let's call it, anyone who's trying to look for a solution is technically vulnerable, right? So you get all these coaches who just basically just do a bit of Googling and then they present themselves as coaches. I see it's a lot of times on Facebook. Well, how many times yeah. have you seen these fucking lemons that decide they're going to have a podcast and talk about anxiety? <laughs> they have got, Twice. They haven't got yeah. one qualification enough, yeah. between them. Probably enough now, it's the fourth, fourth <laughs> session. Fourth episode. <laughs> but there are human behavioural traits that are, like, set, aren't there? So people go, oh, people in this sort of stressful position will act and behave in a certain way. Like, psychologists can go... This happens because of this. This happens because of this. So they, they can those sort of level of coaches can coach. But, but yeah, an average Joe, like. But that's what I see. I see a lot of average Joes re, re sort of Joe. creating, recreating themselves as I'm a coach. Oh, I'm a, a life it's coach. A, it's a it's thing, like, isn't it? It's like, hold on a minute, coach. But what life coach, dude? You're 25. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what are you going to coach me it? about life? Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You've read a textbook, or, but I see a lot of that. And the problem yeah. is, or the sad thing, and this is is probably a little bit more serious than than our, our, our sort of you know light chat is they're taking advantage of the vulnerable because the vulnerable are looking for any solution yeah. to help them out. But it's, and, it's and become that's a big industry, do. though, hasn't it? It's the same with like like when I did my PT course mm. ten years ago, people people went to a PT in a gym. And then now there are so many sort of online businesses and courses and you go, if, I, I mean, obviously things that you, you Google and whatever, the algorithms yeah. pick it up. But I have so much shit on Facebook and Instagram. Courses, It's courses, just like courses. a guy, a guy, let's say 25, they've always got their tops off as well, like showing their ripped abs. And they're is that like, why it comes up on your Facebook feed or is it a different reason? <laughs> PT is prostate but tickler. It's, but it's big business. Is it? 
prostate tickler. But it's big business. It's like, hey guys, are you, are you stuck in a rut and you can't shift right. your weight yeah. and blah, yeah. blah, blah. With this six week course, I can get you down to blah, 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 body fat percentage. And you eat this and you fed up of eating that shit. And, and, you, and I sit all the time and I'm like, wow, there's so many PTs that, you know, take their businesses online. And yeah, kudos to them. I'm sure some of them really know what they're talking about. But then you have others like attacking this guy going, he's talking bollocks. This is how you should right. do it. And, and it's the same with life coaches. You, you get people going, you know, if you've got chronic anxiety, it's a little bit like, I tell you what it's like, and, and you may not relate like, you know, if you, but I mean, you get, you get, um, you get um, private tutors, right? And they'll go, Oh, we're going to, we're going to tutor your kid and your kid's going to go to Oxford and Cambridge and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. Oh, right? But it's, a, it's a hustle. Count. I forgot to tell you this. I, I, although I was, <laughs> I very much enjoyed the uh, previous podcast, but we need a whatnot count. Smith's whatnot count. And whatnot. I love it. You say whatnot all and the time. Whatnot. It's such. And a, and, uh, and I, I wish say, I had little. Or maybe I do have little sayings. But you go. You know. And this you, that and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. This that and the. Uh, or I, I say this that and the third. This that and the third. Oh, no, I didn't pick up on that. But I do what I like. I like whatnot. Yeah. That's your first whatnot today. Okay, so so let's introduce it then. Whatnot for uh, for all the base heads out there. If you want to play the the white basement podcast <laughs> drinking game, every time He's Smith says say what not, take a shot. <laughs> He's not going to fucking say it now. I hope you do. From from now on, if you want to play the white basement podcast drinking game, this would be our thing. Every time Smith says what not, take a shot. Carry on. Yeah. Listen Carry on. in. Do whatever you want to do. Take unless a drink or what not. <laughs> Unless you're driving, let me just <laughs> call it, or flying an aeroplane. <laughs> but otherwise, but, take, but if you're yeah, driving but, a train, take a drink because you don't have to do fuck all <laughs> driving a train. Let's be okay, honest. Okay, but coming back to my point about the, about the, the, the private tutoring, right? And, and yeah. you know, the, the hustle works like this. You come along, you teach your kid, you, know, you teach that per person's kid, um, you know, whatever, it's 50 quid a session or whatever. And obviously the kid's thick or the kid doesn't, doesn't learn or doesn't perform as well or whatever it, whatever it can be. Retarded. Right? And I can't say that, can't say that. And um, in the end, you, you, you know, the, the kid fails all the exams and the tutor goes, ah, well, it, your kid just didn't perform well on the day. And it's kind of like, hold on a minute. So if the kid performed well, you'd take all the credit. Yeah, all the applause. And it. Yeah, <laughs> right? And, it, and when the kid screws up, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's a, oh, your, your kid didn't perform. Why don't you sign him up for another term and uh, we'll get around? That's how all this stuff works. And that's what I find with a lot of these coaches. It's just, look, I'll, I'll say it's bullshit. I mean, coaching, especially life coaching, bullshit. If there's no kind of, yeah, if there's no, no formal qualification and people just setting themselves up, it's bullshit. I think of myself as and a I've life tried, coach. And I've tried so many different kind of alternative therapies and stuff like that. I don't think you need a formal qualification. I think it often helps. I think it often gives you a deeper... Um, understanding. Understanding. But... Um, there are for sure amazing therapists and people in all walks of life who are not formally qualified who mm. still become right, fantastic but, at yeah, things. But, yeah, through, but Jason, but the doing. point is, but the point there is, those guys have now built up a, a, a you know a set of life experiences. They're probably in their fifties or sixties mm. or whatever it might be. Mm. So they've learned almost like on the job. Yeah. But you get these guys who are twenty five, and it's yeah, like, yeah, agreed, oh, agreed, last agreed, week agreed. I was working as a plumber, and now I'm a life agreed. coach. And it's but, like, that, yeah. but that's what I was saying at the beginning. You, unless you've been through it, I am. I, you know, there's no there's no hundred percent hard and fast rules for anything. But unless you've been through something, I question whether you can really um, be an authority on it. 
not not being an authority is 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 a little bit of a, a wrong way to to understand it okay. but whether you can really empathize so i'll tell you i'll tell you, you a think, little though, do you think i mean like, let's say wait let me let me just okay. tell you this one little example is it's a compared to my to normal rambling bullshit it's a, it's a short story so i had vertigo about four or five years ago like proper vertigo roll over in bed everything starts spinning feel like you're in a washing machine and um i it was like really a problem like i don't know i don't know what i'm going to do about it i was like having problems at work i was having problems driving it was bad and so i started googling and whatever whatever and i found this little youtube video about a doctor she was a vertigo doctor and then she got vertigo right and she wanted to figure out something you could do to cure it because she didn't want to have to do the Epley maneuver every three months, which is what she'd been doing for her patients for the last 20 what years. What maneuver? It's called the Epley maneuver. They've basically. They, Epley. E P L U I. Yeah, you basically sit on like a bed or whatever and they throw you backwards and it causes everything to spin and whatever and it and it's kind of settles it down. Are you right. naked or do you have to wear? Either. Can be either. It depends on the doctor. I love it. But. But that's but how but can we all get involved? She was that's, doing that's that. How that. That sigh basically. Said she that. was doing that for her own patients right. for twenty years of a private practice right. because it's like that's what that's I was what trained do. to do. Every that's three months they come in, I do it. They they're good for a few months. It starts to get worse. They come in, I treat them again. As soon as she got it herself, mm. it's a three minute video. She's very honest. She said, "I didn't want to keep doing it. I wanted something." that would get rid of it. Mm. And what did she do? She spent fucking five minutes mm. thinking about it and she figured out if you do basically that Epley maneuver yourself in the opposite direction, it cures it and you never have it again. And I did it and after five minutes, I've never had it again. So oh, what, wow. was it, what was the therapy called that she did? Uh, you can... So what was she? What was her, like, you know... She's a vertical doctor. doctor. She was okay. a female that was a, wizard. That was a, a clinic. She was a vertical practice. Yeah, she's a witch. Is a is a wizard doctor. So if you get, hang on, if you get vertigo, uh, go on YouTube and look for Carol Foster Vertigo. It's a Shout three, out to Carol Foster. Three minute Shout video to the witch. Three Carol minute Foster. video. It, it got rid of my vertigo. It's not medical advice. I don't know whether it will help anyone else. It, no, it probably will. But but it got we'll, rid we'll of. We'll have a link. We'll What's have a link in the description. More powerful guys. though. I, I don't, actually I've got Wizard. to say I want to. A wizard's more powerful than a witch, bro. Okay. Right. Who's 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 more of a badass, like uh, Ronnie Coleman or some bird that kind of looks like a dude's face because she took some steroids? Ronnie well, Coleman, Ronnie right? very disabled now, isn't he? So probably bad example. He <laughs> <laughs> can barely walk. <laughs> I, you, I don't know what you were just doing, but Smith was just doing something on his phone. Wizard is cool. I, I was, and you just reminded me. I wanted to ask all of you because I. So when I zoned out to my story I, and started did, reading his phone. He did, and it nearly distracted me. You nearly distracted me. I went, no, Ben, be attentive. And <laughs> I was like, I'll be professional yeah, and you keep were, talking. Yeah, you were, you um, were. I do stupid experiments all the time. With which, your clothes on? Or, or? Sometimes just in my boxer shorts because I'm too hot to oh, have clothes on. on. That's on. That yeah. is done, okay. um, But I just wanted to ask you because <laughs> I sometimes look back at my Google history, although you probably delete yours. I don't what, use Google. There you go, you don't even use it. I, what I was the last thing you Googled? Brave. And I'm going to tell you the last thing VPN. I Googled. I Googled just now on the phone. Yeah, what did you um, Google? But it was related to my own experiences with alternative therapy. How, how to, let me just Google how to leave a podcast without <laughs> <laughs> without being told you can leave. What did you Google? I want to know. I well, know. I, I, 
So many years ago, like, so this is... This so is you like, Googled many years ago, but no, it looked no, no, like a couple no, no, of no. seconds ago. If, if I tell you what I Googled, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll come to it. Okay. You should have Googled a long, a, very, no, a, long, a long time ago in a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Right. <laughs> 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 you're, you're throwing all that the levels there. Yeah. <laughs> that trumpet gave me a cramp. Jesus Christ! That was the force. That was, no, it was very powerful. Look, many years ago, like so, w- when when I started my career, or whatever, and you used to go for heavy dinners and lunches and all this kind of, you're eating crap all the time. Yeah. And I was on, I was, I was in between jobs. I had three months off, and you sort of start, you know, you, you're Easy reading bastard. stuff. Bastard. You're, you're you're reading stuff. Lawyers you're getting and bankers. You're getting paid. Same with my sister. She's like, oh, they put me on gardening leave for eight years and just paid me (laughs) twice my wage. I'm like, wow. So you're three months off of eating heavy foods. And it was kind of like, oh, you know, like I really want to sort of get myself back in shape and Mm. I want to sort of, you know, and I was was reading something on the internet and they started talking about, and I had to look up what this was called just now because I'd forgotten, um, colonic irrigation. Oh yeah, I know. (laughs) I mean, I've not had it. I've heard this story. This is a great story. Right, but... But the thing is, first of all, colonic, it's called colonic irrigation. They basically stick a pipe up your ass yeah. and it kind of just flushes out all the kind yeah. of you know, bits of food that your body hasn't digested. And stuff. Yeah. But first and foremost, I, tried, I couldn't remember what it's called just now. So I was just Googling right. while you guys were talking. I wouldn't talking. know how to spell it. But the thing was, no, but how do you Google something you don't know what it's called? So I put ass hydration. <laughs> <laughs> ass cleaning with pipes. Right. Meeting. But um, Into Google. But yeah, you know, and, and, you know what's going to start popping up. Colonic irrigation is going to start popping up on your feed now. So that maybe on yours. Mine just suggested colonic irrigation therapists. But um, I went for this. Um, this was good. What you years had back. one? Yeah. yeah. This is a funny story, dude. And it was oh man. Hey, listen, it was. Why did you? Why did you feel like? Oh, I've just not. I just feel a bit bunged up. Yeah, it was, it was just that kind of feeling. Like I just read about it, and they were saying that you know that foods today are not made for 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 consumption. I mean, there's a lot of ingredients which just traditionally humans haven't really eaten, yeah. like plastic. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, like it's it is lead. There's bits of there's bits of there's stuff. Plastic, plastic hair. Plastic, all we've all got we've and all it's got sitting in your guts now. Yeah, it's sitting in your yeah, gut and you just watch 15 black years water. and stuff. And um, so it just kind of, I don't know, it just really sort of spoke to me. I thought, oh, you know, I need to really like, it would be really good. And they were saying, oh, you'll feel lighter and all this. But obviously this <laughs> this, this pipe, pipe in your ass is kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. But I was, hey, listen, I had time on my hands, guys. I had time. I'm open-minded. You're a modern man. <laughs> right? So big um, anus. So I go along. It was, um, in, um, it was some lady in... Um, in, in um, have you got to be bollock naked for this? Oh, dude, how do you think you put a pipe up your ass otherwise? Well, you could just pull your pants down. It's not, not going to be cowboy not chaps. not everybody's got those underpants. Yeah. Like, I, haven't the, the back I haven't got the leather chaps that you've Everywhere got. I go, I always, I'm told to take my clothes off, whether it's a dentist or you know, MOT. And everybody says, just pop your clothes in the store. And I'm like, okay, I'll just wait here. Right, but so it, it, there was just something about it and I, I was just feeling just not healthy or whatever. And so reading about it, you feel lighter and there's all this stuff gets flushed out or whatever. And um, so, so I went along and, it, and she was a full-on hippie. Like when I say full-on hippie, She's wearing this some Tie-dye. sort of alpaca, yeah, like alpaca poncho, and like you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I always like, thought they poncho. were in clinics with like white coats. And yeah, but it's like an old German therapy dude, or like Swiss. music's playing, and she had these tablas, you know, um, bongo drums, Indian bongo drums. Wait, 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 was this down in down a back alleyway? Crouchen, that's where it's called. Crouchen. I was trying to remember where it was. Crouchen. I'd have gone, nah, fuck this, but, um, man. But she goes, okay, so you know, put this, you know, and they give you that kind of like gown, you know, where your ass is hanging out at the back and it doesn't close properly. And she goes. All right, get on the couch. She set up all this like there's all these um there's these um these like you know 
water tanks and stuff and pipes and she suddenly she goes oh get get on the tank you know get on the uh, couch i said okay cool (laughs) now (laughs) don't judge but if someone (laughs) you had an erection no (laughs) that's a massage story (laughs) that's a different one but um if someone says to you get on the couch and i'm about to put pipe in your ass (laughs) that's a bloke (laughs) i'm gonna get on all fours yeah yeah Right, exactly, right? There you go. Yeah. It's there's nothing wrong with me. Even Ben's nodding. He's like, Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. So I get in getting basically doggy style on the couch. Mm. And she looks at me, she sort of shakes her head, closes her eyes, she sort of goes, No, no. Get on your side, love. Get on your side. Oh, okay. Lie down on your side. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> right. This isn't how I did it so, in prison. <laughs> so I lie down. She gets this pipe. Gets it and Does she first, does she say I'm I'm now going to put it in, or does she just yeah, surprise yeah, no, you? No, no, she doesn't just ram it in. Oh. No, no, she she does warn you. But the weird thing <laughs> she is, she kissed you first. Yeah. <laughs> did she stroke she your back? back on the she didn't make she didn't make eye contact, guys. She didn't make eye contact. That's the only thing that counts. Did she make eye contact? She didn't make eye contact. She did. Did you not look back over your shoulder? If you look back, that's another sign. Oh, okay. Nope. No so eye you, contact, guys. She went. Okay, it's going to go so in she, now. So she puts it in. Right. Did you make a noise? Did you go? Did I make a noise? It was. Listen, she actually said, she I got annoyed listening. at me. She goes, oh, I was sort of going, she's putting it in. <laughs> and I'm going, <laughs> how far up does it go? <laughs> you, you did what? I was, you were, I was whimpering. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what the fuck noise is he making? I was she's probably heard all the noises, to be fair. Please. And she goes, you oh, man up, you big baby. That's what she said to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, but how the weird far thing in was, does it go? No, 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 I swear to God, I felt up to your nipple. I literally felt it. Like, like, I, I could feel it coming up to my solar plexus. You That's what fuck. I felt. Oh God! But when she took it out, it was only about two centimeters. Oh. Right, it was like a little cap they put on, which is disposable. Whatever. But it's only about two centimeres. Well, they don't but keep it, them. But it felt to they? me like you know, it was like she's just, mm-hmm. it's coming out. It's going to come out of my mouth on the other end. Oh, fucking hell! And she puts it in. And um, and she was saying that there I was love this, how you're uh, shifting in your seat as you were saying that. You, kind of, <laughs> you, you put it in. Get to, your butt uh, cheeks together. Uh, you got to close them up memory. a bit. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but, yeah, like way. a Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do now? <laughs> Zoinks! Zoinks! <laughs> but it was um, but it was a weird. I mean, you get do they hot, pump hot you full of warm water? Yeah, 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 that's it. But they put coffee in it. Interestingly, coffee. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. apparently, and, and you're obviously you're supposed to take a shit before that because you're not going to you're not going to get massive turds straight through those pipes. Or whatever. Oh, <laughs> but um, but it's, then you start seeing all this like you know all these like oh. remnants of stuff. You can see it going through oh, the pipes. There's a mushroom. But, interesting. She said there's one bit on your in your intestine which is like a almost like a sharp bend, and she's saying years and years of sodium buildup yeah. will basically block the capacity. Of that salt to the common man. Salt. So no, but it, was sodium. it wasn't salt. Oh. It wasn't table salt. You couldn't flavor your chips with it. Why not? Did you try? I didn't you try. You could have filtered it and gone. Good oh, point. So right. next time you're stressed about going to the chip shop, Ben, you take <laughs> Smith's little salt corner. Have you got problem with your own salt? Have you got problem with your That's probably a thing in Japan, right? That's probably a delicacy. <laughs> They've probably got it from a cat. She was saying, if you get it, if you if you do it properly, you'll get this horseshoe-shaped sodium thing that'll come out. And that's basically 90% of your capacity of like you know in your in your pipes or whatever in your intestines 90 percent of it's blocked and she says if you've never had it she says you'll probably be 90 95 blocked and eventually you see this like 
horseshoe shaped thing like like sodium thing just come out through the pipes and obviously seeing that you think oh okay this stuff uh, really worked you know but so you saw like a miniature i imagine it'd be whitey brown horseshoe so, uh, so, no literally a white sparkling white horseshoe not you even get to a, keep, you get to keep sparkling. it put it in a necklace or you, you haven't been it. You should have kept it. Dude, and after you should my experiences, I wanted to erase all this. this you part should have sold um, that on eBay as a unicorn it. horn. <laughs> been, been that shit. I don't, I, don't, want it. I don't know why I'm even talking about this because I've, I've spent years trying to erase this from my memory. Yeah, but now um, you've done it. I love it. the fact you have that experience. I don't have any like, interesting but, no, go and but get a colonic. fecal stories. Go and get a colonic. Come back next but, week. Dude, <laughs> no, no, no. Tell us all about it. No, no. Hold so on a minute. Hold on a minute. No, no, no. This is. You know when you. When you re- you really discover yourself and you're in kind of out of your comfort zone and you're usually angle, in some in a state of shock, <laughs> state of shock. People go, oh, you know, if there was hijackers on my plane, you know, I'd do this and I'd do that. Actually, no, you wouldn't. You'd probably go, ah, help me, help me. Unless you're yeah, Harrison Ford, you'd right. do nothing. It's, um, <laughs> and, and that's what usually happened, right? Like you're just like, you don't know how to handle Get it. Get off my plane. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I would be like, I oh, don't worry about the hijackers. There's fucking snakes on this fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it <hell>. out. <laughs> Just make some shit up. Throw something. But it, throw a after she said to me, she said to me, she goes, Right, now we sit on the toilet for a bit because water's going to come out. Uh, right, because there's so much water you've had pumped in. There's always going to be some left over. Did you feel bloated? When, did you feel. Blo- no. Oh, but I'll tell you how I felt. First of all, I sat on the toilet by myself. I've just oh, had this oh, by pipe. yourself. Good. Yeah. By she didn't sit with you. <laughs> you, know, you <laughs> no, no, it was like a, it was a separate thing. Just, I can't just go and sit She said, "Go and sit there. Just, just sit on the toilet." And I said, "Okay, cool." Well, so I was going to stand, there. but I'm glad you said sit. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're pissed. Did you clean the seat though? Did you do the quick, <laughs> like we do with the? Oh, remind me afterwards. Toilet seat cleaning story. Okay. okay. In Japan. No, no, it's a, it's a real short one, but it's a count. real funny one. Okay, right, but so you decided to sit rather than stand. No, no, you have to actually sit down. You have yeah. to literally sit on the toilet. She could just wait and, you, and water will come. And I remember two thoughts. I still remember to this day. Number one, I remember, like, obviously, I've just had the shock of this pipe up my ass. Mm. And um, I had this. Um, was was it a shock? Because you knew they were going to do that. But, dude. Was it, it still a shock, even though you mate, know? It was a shock. I'll tell <laughs> you why it was a shock. Because I sat on the toilet. <laughs> I love your noise. <laughs> And I remember thinking to myself, I ain't never going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> that was your first thought. Right. I, I don't know why. I just, and then the second one. Because you thought once you went to prison, they would give you an enema. Yes, with a penis. How do you say it? Enema. Enema. You thought, well, the first thing they do when you get in prison is they give you an enema. Don't mix it with up with that famous rap group. That's public enemy. Okay. Enema. So your first thought was, don't go to prison. And the second one. Water is coming out of my ass. Yeah. I remember thinking to myself, so this is what it's like being a woman. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't make sense. But lucky, <laughs> we, lucky, we've got, lucky we've got a male-only audience. This is what it we feels like now. to be a woman. What? <laughs> sitting in the toilet, sitting on the toilet, pissing. Yeah, but have you never from had diarrhea where you've just pissed out water from your ass before? Yeah, but this is... <laughs> you never thought it then. Yeah. That you were there going, oh, I feel really rotten. Oh, I guess this is how bad... That's how bad... Oh, that's feel that's like. how bad your brain gets affected when that assault it's, thing comes out. Listen, yeah. But wait, let, um, me, let me quickly tell yeah. you the toilet seat story. So my friend Andy I, shout out to Andy I, um, when, when he was at school, he was like a proper dirtbag. When he was at school, you know, you were never wanted to go and take a shit in the school toilets. Never, they were I like, never did. Just, I don't think I ever did. I never Anx- did. Again, anxiety. Yeah, I never, never did. did I, would, I, would, I would have fucking constipation all day, whatever, yeah. just so I wouldn't go to school. But he, he really needed to take a shit at school. 
<laughs> so he went. He took his he took his jumper off and he put it in his locker, and then he went into like whatever it was his maths class, and he said like, "I'm really cold. Can I borrow someone's jumper?" Some guy lent him his jumper. He took the jumper down to the toilet and made like <laughs> made the toilet seat cover out of it. Oh, took his shit, <laughs> and gave it back. Yeah, thanks yeah, for your jumper, mate. My toilet your seat cover <laughs> jumper shit. story. I'm going to tell you the last True thing I googled. Story. This is why, because I, I, I literally went through my history this morning because I googled something else that was bizarre and i went oh yeah i forgot i googled that so i googled it again to see if there'd be another there wasn't an answer to my question but i wondered how many mice you would need to milk in order to fill a 250 ml glass to make a milkshake out of mice milk <laughs> did <laughs> so, i miss the beginning of this story huh how did you uh, i was because when i saw you googling i thought oh it just reminded me of what the last thing i googled was <laughs> how so, many mice do yeah you need there isn't an answer like 250 mil how many mice would you need to milk receptacle. and there wasn't an answer but, the but mice uh, have milk well they're mammals all mammals have milk don't they have you tasted men it? don't well all men. female mammals notice have milk. i say men all female mammals have like, you tasted rat no milk? i've never tasted it but i just wondered how much was they it produce what's the a rat and a mouse the rats are bigger, aren't they? Mice are cute. So you get more milk from yeah, a rat. Yeah, but I wondered what... So why don't you try rat milk? Well, I googled mouse. I thought about vol. I thought, what's smaller, a mouse? cow milk? Because I, I made a milkshake for the kids the other day, and I said to Rachel, I, went, I wonder how many... I don't know why I was thinking mice. Did it bring all the boys to the yard? I wish it did. But it, there isn't an answer. <laughs> that was very wistful... Uh, he actually he did it, wish yeah. that it did. But a lot, uh, sometimes Google does not have the answers to fucking questions. When did, I was a little kid... Did you hear kid, that, Google? Yeah, Sometimes when I was a kid, I'd ask my parents, the and they'd go, I don't know, Ben, I don't know. And then I was like, then the internet came along, and you thought, oh, brilliant, I can ask the internet anything. And it's pretty good at giving you answers, but it's, sometimes it's it doesn't. It's fucking mad to think, like, how we dealt with shit before well, we the internet. We just didn't know shit, did we? If you I mean, were like, well, this is what I, do I've, flies have ears? I don't know, do flies have ears? I've said... I'll does, Google it. Does Google know? I don't know, can you Google I'm gonna it bet. I'm going to bet on no. <laughs> But I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little... Do you know that meme? Hold on a minute. I'm, I'm kind of physically doing that meme that you see. You know where the guy goes... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a video? Because that's classic. <sighs> where, where, why are you doing that meme? About the mice milk story. Like, why? Why mice and, milk? And why not? Do flies have ears? Well, I was doing an experiment. I'll tell you why. Because I was doing an that experiment. That sounds like a Gareth Keenan from the I office. had uh, some... I, I think it was a... No, it was a spider. Spider. I had a spider and he didn't move. And I thought, wow, oh, is that fucker dead? You and had a... A spider on the roof of the, uh, the ceiling oh, of the kitchen. like a pet. No, no. And I was like, is that fucker dead? He never fucking moves. I always saw him in the same spot. And I thought, I wonder if he'll react to music. So I played him lots of different types of music. You know, anyone else, a stick... Yeah, no, I right. anyone else that. would have taken a stick and poked it. Like, well, I played I'm going to play Tchaikovsky. Well, him. I played classical. I played. I played. Well, what David really Bowie, got it moving? The Cure, and I don't really listen to the Cure, but I was like, well, I'll try the Cure, and it moved. And I went, "He's fucking alive, Rachel! He's alive!" And she was like, right, "Brilliant!" And she goes, "So, can, can you now get the kids some milk?" And I was so like, you cured him. Do do do. Hey! But then I thought, <laughs> but I, but I thought he was you reacting. You him up, I knock him down. I thought this guy's mean. He's not reacting because he's got ears. He's reacting to the vibrations. Yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to say so, General Levy. So that's so that's why <laughs> I went. Incredible. That's what that's what led me on to thinking. Well, do insects have ears? Because, or do they always just? They've got lots of hairs, and those hairs obviously mm. must uh, pick up vibrations. 
But do I they hear? So I don't know, man. That's the next thing I'm going to Google. Probably want to finish this is doing the sex have ears. I don't think they have ears. Okay, man. Well, we don't know until we Google it. But as as a 16 year old, you'd have gone, Mom, doing sex have ears. And she'd have gone, I don't know. Why do no, you want to know? She would have said, Why do you want no. to know? No. Of, no course, they of course they don't. Eat your fish fingers. Stop Eat, pushing them yeah. around your plate. Watch gladiators, please, and eat your fish fingers. Gladiators. <laughs> yeah. I met I met Wolf once in a nightclub. Well, actually, I nearly got beaten up by oh, Wolf Jesus. in a nightclub. Wolf power. Because obviously, being I mean, as I told you the other week, my my getting completely hammered and I like being that story. completely paralytic and not knowing what you're doing can also transfer to being in a club and being completely hammered, and Literally Wolf being in the wolf. club on New Year's Eve. And repeatedly going up to him and going, <laughs> I figured it's funny until he turned around and, and grabbed like, me, and I was like, like, "Listen, mate, hey, fuck don't, off! You don't, you don't find this funny? Yeah, it's <laughs> obviously mate, just for off, TV. You know when notes. you're, you know when you're really hammered, and then suddenly you get sober, and like you think back on it, and you're like, well, I must have nearly died there.' Because yeah. you know when you're drunk, even yeah. when you it's sort of kicking off a bit, you're still like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. But you know when you remember back, and you're like, yeah." I'd, I completely didn't ever go over to him again that night and I completely went to another corner and stayed there. You must have actually been quite close to <laughs> a proper yeah. beating. He must have gotten that fucking guy in that hat's coming over No, again. he grabbed but, me. But, but, but I did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, mate, <laughs> fuck off. He grabbed me and I was like, he's actually quite big. Strong. Even though he's, he's a small gladiator, strong. he's still like 16 stone and I'm 10 stone. Yeah, fuck yeah. But it's weird, like, you know, like, I know exactly what you mean. I can really relate to that. You know, when you just make, you are that guy, you know, like in the club where you've had too much drink or whatever. And I remember getting, I, I thought you were going to say you get can relate into the club. to being wolf from no, no. Gladiator. I, I didn't even get into the club. I remember we're in the line and I've, I've downed a whole bottle of Southern Comfort. A um, whole fucking first, bottle? First of all, look, let me just say one thing. Has anybody ever had a good experience with Southern Comfort? No, no. Yes and no. Like at the time, I thought, oh, it was like my twenty. At the time, you thought it was great. Birthday. You thought it was an excellent. Yeah, idea. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, fuck me, I was so ill. Yes, it's so a bit of a hangover. One, Everyone, right? well, not ha- not just a hangover. It could be uh, broken bones. It could be jail. It could be. I mean, uh, Southern I Comfort, had, had irrigation. Southern, <laughs> <laughs> Southern Comfort is some bad shit. Yeah, man, but I, I do remember. It. I, I downed the whole bottle, and we're trying to get into this nightclub, and um, there's this huge guy in front of me. Dressed completely, like he had like white jeans, a white puffer jacket, a what white a hat, wanker. whatever, I don't know, right? But a huge dude. And I couldn't even stand up. And it got to this point where, the, you know, everyone sort of, you know, the bouncer's like, get in the queue, go, line up, get against the wall, this and that. He's pushing everyone sort of together. And this guy's puffer jacket looked like the most comfortable pillow. I <laughs> <laughs> just have a little right, yeah. snuggle with so, that. Yeah. So I literally started, like, I, I, I ended up, and I, I, and I wish I could just sort of show this, but I ended up sort of just, just literally leaning against the guy with my head <laughs> on his jacket. And he kept, obviously, pristine white jacket. You know, I mean, back in the day, I don't know what it was, a North Face or whatever it was. But he was getting pissed off more and more. And he kept saying to my friends, you're bro. Tell your mate, tell your mate, stop leaning what on me. What can he tell you? I, like, <laughs> He's like, I, I think you told me a few times. Oh, really? <laughs> this is bro. I was, in no, I, was in, I was just like, dude, it's so comfortable. I just want to like, rest my me, head man. on it. I'm going to fuck you up. Get off me. It looks so comfortable. <laughs> did you say that? Did you go? <laughs> I probably did. I mean, I, 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 I just want to cuddle you. I walked home from Canary Wharf. That tells you how, I mean, it took me like eight hours or something. Those are the best. Those I mean, dude, oh, it was just, I mean, I had some Fred West dude offer me a lift. Um, <laughs> 
Would you like a lift, young man? Hello. I've got a puffer jacket. <laughs> and a hammer in my pocket. <laughs> you can nestle Wait, down actually, on but it. Is that a hammer that? or are you pleased to see me? Talking about hammers in, in the passenger seat. <laughs> what? Talking about hammers in the what passenger seat. What happened to the puffer guy? Oh, no, no, no. I was just, I was just saying He took that his jacket off. The, the, the puffer he lost jacket interest. guy was, he he took was his jacket off. You went. I mean, oh, he was going to... He really? kept, you know, he kept telling my friends like, "Guys, tell your mate, tell your mate," and like, I was just like, "That is the most comfortable. That is just it looked like a pillow. Yeah. I mean, it was all white." <coughs> Excuse me, and um, yeah, I mean, he was just he was ready to just kick off. I don't even remember because I spent the next three hours in that club inside a toilet again, just sitting there yeah. on a toilet. Oh, no, I you mean, didn't stand on it. You just stood, no, and I, and did I, you, did you, I didn't. Um, did you pay three quid to the aftershave guy on the way out? No. Oh. You tight bastard. <laughs> no. There wasn't so what, in those what, days. That Kouros, wasn't a, that wasn't Kouros, a hustle. Bro. It was Kouros. just the bouncer just came in, make sure no one is doing lines off toilets mm. or whatever. There was always know. aftershave. And not in I'm talking nineteen ninety five. Not where I thought the hustle everywhere. Not where I Kouros, old spice brute. Come on, man. I don't know what kind of clubs he went to, mate. It I, was I only Chanel experienced that way. sort of thing uh, as I moved to big bigger metropolitan areas, but in my Back where I grew up in the West Country, they, you, yeah, the weather you, didn't really have. Like, you didn't have that shit in the weather spoons. Yeah. Hello there, mate. Hello. Got hairy feet here. <laughs> you wear a puffer like jacket. Spice. This, this is the furthest I've ever been. <laughs> That's well, my mates. Bless them. Right, maybe they will listen to this. And most of them haven't hadn't for a very long time left Wiltshire. Like hadn't been within like a hadn't left like a twenty mile radius of our town. Some of them still haven't, to be honest. It is a bit like that in the, in the West Country there, yeah. like that. I want to hear your hammer story. You said, you said no, 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 going, that was alluding to your, your career as a lorry driver. Well, I don't have a hammer in my truck. They all say that. <laughs> <laughs> they all say that, don't it's got they? got a screwdriver, a jack, a pull cue. <laughs> a tarpaulin. A rounder's oh, oh, yeah, yeah, A gag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some chaps. Handcuffs. Some chaps with no bum. I just that, use my wit and charm to get them in. <laughs> are those handcuffs fluffy or not <laughs> i've got a puffer jacket it's very comfortable it very they're like white? oh that looks lovely i just <laughs> have some southern comfort but you must have some stories from like trucking i can't really talk about right my oh because it's right because what i do I, I work for the yeah the man. i Don't work for it. the government so i can't really discuss what right, i do right. have you been to area What's it called? Area 51. Area 51. No, it's in America. He's only got to 49 so far. What about the MOD? I don't work in that. Oh. I don't, I, but I, I feel like I should be Ben 1, like Smith 1. Uh, I can't discuss what I do. Yeah, I can't discuss. No, no, cannot we'll, we'll disclose. We'll <laughs> cannot confirm or deny. We'll move on. We won't uh, talk about his uh, yeah, adventures with a hammer in the can. In the hidden compartment. I wouldn't the, be, uh, the, the reality of it is because I go into secure areas, I couldn't yeah, yeah. take a hammer because they'd be like, what the fuck? You can't bring this in here. Yeah, yeah. It would be unless confiscated. You're, unless you were delivering a hammer. Unless I was delivering hammers. But hammers where I go, hammers. you would not be allowed to deliver hammers. Oh. So so have we, have we, have we, um, have we yeah, understood? Yes, we have. Have we understood anxiety? No. No, it's, no, I don't think we have. We, we, <laughs> no. we got, went off We've, on a, a tangent, didn't we? We went Talk on about, about wizards. colonic irrigation and wizards. Yeah, wizards. Well, you would, have, you would have anxiety about a colonic. But yeah, you, I, I still have anxiety thinking about that. See, that's, I, not, that's see, regret. That's not anxiety. Interesting that you, <laughs> regret is a condition where you live in the past. Yeah, it's interesting that you have anxiety about things and you still do them. Like Anxiety stops me doing oh, things. No, no, I'll, that's I'll like a book, I, right? Feel the fear and do, do it, it anyway. anyway. Yeah, do it anyway. But, but you know, that's what I was saying to myself when I was going for my wisdom tooth. 
I was doing like the David Goggins uh, voice in my head. Yeah. Fucking get after it. Get you in don't there. Know I, went me, into, I went into the I went into What's the dentist. Is about the boat? What's Give he me twenty. Can't kill boat crew too. You can't kill boat crew too. I went into the dentist and uh, I walked in and he said to me, "Okay, you know, come through." And went in and he said, like, "And normally I would have been, yeah, I'm shitting myself." He, he came in and he said, "You know, are you anxious at all?" And I was like, no, I'm fine. I wanted to say to him, just fucking get after it, son. (laughs) You don't know me, son. Pull this bitch. It works. And actually, I'll tell you another story where just reframing does work, you know, reframing things. Mm. We we went somewhere on holiday for like a weekend break. I think it might be Denmark or somewhere like that. And it was proper turbulence when we were landing. Like the the cabin crew were looking a little bit shaky. It was proper, Mm, proper bad. But I had just downloaded um, uh, Hans. No, not Hans Zimmer. Who's the who's the John Williams who does Star Wars yeah, music, yeah, yeah, Superman, yeah. all the best music. Yeah, you don't even watch movies. I don't, I don't watch Star Wars. Movies. I don't watch Empire Make your life better. Back, start watching movies. You've never seen he, Empire Strikes Back. I had seen it as oh. a five-year-old. It was shit. He oh, composed God. like all of the good music, right? Superman, Star Wars, E.T., e. Harry Potter, like all of the good ones. Jaws, all from the same guy. And he also Genius. did Raiders Genius. of the Lost Ark. Oh, he was doing all the scores. The scores. Did he do Jurassic Park as well? Jurassic Park as well. All the big films. All the good films. And, Iconic. Uh, I, I had it on my, um, I had it on my uh, uh, headphones. And as we started coming down and it was like proper jumping up and down, people were like grabbing each other and mm. whatever. And I was like, I know how to fix this. And I just put the Raiders of the Are Lost Ark. I was going. I'm not joking. I had that in my head. I'm not joking. And it literally, I was like, "This is like Alton Towers." It was amazing. It was we were getting thrown around, and it was like and it literally, as we went down, it was like that's so weird and it timed perfectly and it was like I got goosebumps thinking about it it was such a great experience it's so weird because as you were telling that story that's the tune that came into my head dun 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 Dun, Brilliant. Dun, with, the, dun, with the headphones dun, on, you couldn't hear the pilots going mayday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brace, brace, brace. Exactly. And I was just like, I'm in an adventure movie. But but this is this is what I was going to say to you earlier. It's something, again, that I heard ages ago, and it's actually quite an interesting way of framing what's going on, is that the physical feelings of like anxiety and nerves mm. are the same as the physical feelings of excitement. You release the same chemicals, okay. you have the same sort of adrenaline and twitchy, mm. and it's actually the, the same physical yeah, reflex. Yeah. So you it's can say to yourself, yeah. I am excited. Hmm. You're going to do something, you get nervous, you get adrenaline, you, you've, you will have all those feelings if, if you're going to get them. But you can just frame it as, oh, well, I'm really excited about going to the dentist. And it's literally the same physical Mm. stuff, but you're just having the interpretation in a different way. I'm not saying that it will work or it will fix or it will do anything, but it's, Mm. again, another mechanism Mm. that you may be able to use to say, same like if you're going for a competition. Are you you anxious about getting on the mat? Jiu-Jitsu. Or are you nervous uh, or are you excited about getting on the mat? Because it's the same feeling. Mm. It's the same feeling. You just frame it a different way right. and it, yeah, and it yeah. can be a good coping mechanism to help you to, to mm. deal with stuff, to say, well, I'm excited about this. It's difficult because I, 
I try and do that. I think I try and do that because I'm I'm because you reflect a lot, don't you, on how you how you felt in certain situations. And I've gone, oh, you 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 love jujitsu, so you should love doing this. You're just rolling with someone new that you've not rolled with before, and you're going to get to test your skills. And and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sort of sort of g myself up for it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to really enjoy it. And then, and then the other little voice comes in and goes, oh, no, this is going to be terrifying. He's going to snap your arm in three seconds and you're going to look like an idiot in front of everybody. Yeah, they're all going to laugh at you and you'll probably wet your pants. And and, and, and that voice starts to override the excite, you know, the, mm. the feeling of excitement. It turns to back to, to anxiety and fear. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so back and forth. It's horrible. Yeah. But have you... But But... Harking back to your, you know, did you do stand-up comedy? Mm-hmm. Did you ever flop? Were you were you once. funny? Yeah, once <laughs> I did. I went to the Edinburgh Festival. Um, oh, so it was a big, big old uh, Yeah, audience. and I had material that I'd been doing for a year or two, so I was really comfortable with it. I knew what worked. I, I, I knew how to sell. I knew how to do the material because I'd yeah. done it dozens and dozens of times, scores of times. Recycle the same. Yeah. Place. So I knew that I could sell it and it'd be funny. And someone watched me um, in a club and they said, oh, I thought you were really good. I thought, I, I thought you were really good, mate. Um, would you like to come and do some comparing for us for our show? And I went, you said, because our guys let us down or I can't remember the reason. And I went, uh, yeah, I was really flattered. I went, um, I've never really compared before. And he went, oh, you, 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 you'd nail it, you'll nail it. And I went, okay. So I came to this club called the Finger, Fingers Club or Fingers Piano Club or something like that. The finger in the anus. <laughs> I said, do I need to wear clothes? <laughs> um, and so my pieces of comedy were a certain length, but they obviously didn't want a whole routine that was like, 10 20 minutes between each act that's way too long it yeah. had to be short yeah. so i thought i was working on stuff that wasn't tried and tested and i thought i'll try i'll just use these little bits because they were just sort of little anecdotal stories or little ideas that i thought i could develop into something funny and again you sort of try this what i do is i'll slip something into conversation with people i know it could be friends or family and if they laugh i think oh there might be something mm. there i'll develop yep, that yep. So I got up and they didn't have a very big audience. So it wasn't work. I didn't really have a lot to work with. And you've got to bounce stuff off the people in the audience. And all the material I, I put out that day just felt flat. And that was my fear. Every time I got up to do stand up was like, today might be the day where, where I, I just fucking dry. Because I always think if you're naturally funny and you've got shit material, you'll, you'll pull it off. Or if you're, average funny but you've got killer material you pull it off but if you've got neither of those you're going to fuck it up and if people aren't giving you the reaction you want because you feed off the energy yeah and i fucking i'm not going to go into the whole routine but i was like when i when i fill up with petrol um i've got i'm i know i want to put 20 pounds in so i put you know i'm as it's creeping up closer to 20 pounds i start to slow down yeah when it's like £19.70 something, yeah. you know, I start slowing down. Yeah. And in the 90s, you're being more careful and then it gets to £20. And then sometimes you go over by 1p and you're like, oh, fuck's yeah. sake. And, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, it was like, you know, there's cracks in the space-time continuum and the guy at the till knows I've gone over because he must be able to see that I've gone over by 1p. <laughs> and I was like, so like, so I said to the audience, what, what do you do in that situation? What do you do? And they all just 
dead no silence. Responded. And I went, do you guys drive? No one answered. That's funny. And I went, well, I round it up. I've got to round it up. So I'll go, but I don't like 21 because it's an odd number. So I'll go to 22. And then again, I'm like, oh God, I don't want to go over by another one. Bit. Oh, fuck's sake, I've done it again. So I end up putting more and more. Pe- but no- nothing. Like, couldn't get them, couldn't wake them up. Couldn't wake the dead. I was like, do any of you drive? And a lot of them were just like shaking their heads. Because I guess some of them were students. Some of them were tourists. Mm. And I was like, well, this has fallen flat. Mm. So I then introduced the next acts. But, and but, then but I thought, how long did you have there that in that particular time? A couple of minutes. Oh, okay. Like so it wasn't four, the big three, four, five minutes. Right, something like that. Big, and then I thought, well, I'll do. It was around the time of the Olympics. The Olympics were coming up. This was 2011, and I thought, oh, I'll do this bit about how we're shit at the Olympics. But when we're at school, we'd like do the egg and spoon race and and the sack race. Why don't we introduce those as as events? Because we'd fucking nail it. Shout before. out to Alistair Roy and his dad for the three legged. There you go. But I thought, I thought we'll nail this. If, if we introduce this as events, we'll nail it because the mm. Germans and the Americans want to caught up and the, the Russians, they probably don't do sack races. You know, we'd nail it. And again, there, there was no sort of, I thought I'm, I'm chucking stuff out there that people will relate to because we all did fucking egg and spoon race and three-legged race and sack race. But a lot of the audience were, were foreigners. And again, they were like, they know what it is. I go, do you know what, not know what sack race is? And they were going, no. No, and I was I like, so it just died. Nine. But that's, died. I mean, how do you do? Because the thing with comedy is, just died though. Is it's it is very sort of um, rooted in shared experience. Exactly. So I've, like doing it for a, a foreign audience. But I didn't is know. Yeah, I didn't know they were foreign. I didn't realize most of the people there were tourists. Of course they were, because it's fucking Edinburgh. Most of the people there are not from Edinburgh. Um, and English also wasn't their first language as well. So some of the, if I was speaking very quickly or making cultural references, they didn't get. Yeah. It was just, but it was awful. It was so fucking bad. And I thought, none of this is fucking landing. And then the guy that asked me to compare went, he went, I oh, don't think we'll use you tomorrow, mate. Um, and I went, oh, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But you know, you know what? I'll tell you what's so I went weird. Back to do what I did. went back to do my own show, which you know, I had a lot more success the, with. The thing to me that's strange, though, is that for somebody who, as you say, suffers so much with anxiety, mm. I can't think of anything that oh, I think would be uh, more yeah, kind of pressure mean. than difficult than doing stand-up. I know what you mean. That is like, okay, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried about, um, you know, uh, I don't know, bells. I, I, I don't like bells. It kind of... So I'm gonna I'm gonna go yeah. to a country where you know every house is fucking filled yeah. with bells and live there for twenty I get years. It. Like, I get that's what you're the, saying. That's the the fire pit. I think the thing is, and it touches on what you and me were talking about last week. When I was an actor or a comic actor, I was always playing a part, and there was already always a script, and I followed the script. I might ad lib a bit around it, um, so I was safe within that that sort of constraint because they weren't my words everyone was like oh well he's not really an eight-year-old man he's clearly a, a, a guy in his 20s let's say who's playing an eight-year-old man so it's not like the pressure of like oh that's this play yeah. shit well i didn't write the fucking play do you know what i mean so yeah, you just yeah. didn't like the play i when i came out of drama school because i did a lot of comedy at drama school i had the opportunity to do stand-up immediately out of drama school because everyone went well ben's gonna often be a comedian and I couldn't do it. I didn't have the confidence. I just like I just couldn't stand up in front of people and do it. It wasn't until maybe fifteen years later that I gave it a stab because everyone was like, "Why aren't you doing stand up comedy? Why aren't you doing it?" 
And I was like, oh, because it's, ter- it's terrifying. Yeah. Because it's you. I can't hide behind a script and go, no, oh, you didn't like my character yes. of Mr. Bottom yes. because you, you didn't find it funny. And it's That's dynamic. The, There's, the audience changes every, my uh, every writing. show. And, I'm writing yeah. it. I'm directing it. Yeah. And I'm performing it. So it's very personal. Yeah, and every no time to hide, I, right? No, there isn't. So, but I'd built up 15 years. At that time, I'd built up 15 years of performing. So I had what they call stagecraft. I knew how to interact with an audience. I knew how to act. I'd done a lot of pantomime, which is a lot of interacting with the audience and ad-libbing. Oh, no, it is You weren't the bum of the (laughs) the horse. The security is. I'd never played the arse. Oh, (laughs) no, it isn't. Um, But I built up that experience, so I had some confidence. But it was still, you're right, Jess, it was still fucking terrifying. That is the the peak, man. There's not not much more. No, that's scary as fuck. That you... Because, because again, it is like, you know, you can say job interviews or yeah. doing a track day or well, there's all kinds of things which you kind of want to do, but you're kind of a bit nervous or mm. whatever. But that's like literally, like you say, mm. you wrote it, you're going to perform it, mm. you booked it, mm. you're, you're, and you're literally coming out and saying, hi, I'm Jason and I'm funny. Mm. It's not even like, Hey, I just wanted to sort of come and see how I get on with this. I hope you guys can sort of work with me. You're coming out and saying, you know that yeah. five quid that you paid? That's because exactly. I'm a fucking funny cunt. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. People had paid. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> That's pressure as well. People <laughs> That's have hardcore, You're, man. You've been booked. So someone's paying you to do it. And people have paid to be entertained. Yeah. So you, I'm like, I've got to be fucking funny. Please let me be funnier than the guy that was on before me or the girl that was on before me. And so I did have a manic amount of a manic energy about my performance because I was like, I've got to fucking sell this. I've got to make this funny. I've got to do this. But I was confident that I was funny. I never, I wasn't always 100%. Have you got any funny jokes? No, I didn't really tell jokes. They were just a bit mad. They were just a bit mad. I wasn't always like 100%, oh, this is brilliant material, but I thought I've got the the acting talent to sort of sell it yeah, yeah. and make it, because it was a bit fucking zany. It was a bit I got surreal. Funny, I got a funny joke. Okay. Yes, it's possibly like slightly racist, <laughs> but it's slightly it's soft. It's a bit sexist, it's a bit racist. What do you call two Spanish firemen? Jose oh, <laughs> and Jose B. Oh dear. <laughs> it's funny, but, right? It's laughing. Yeah, out of embarrassment or pity. I'll take that. Remember that, I'll remember take that, that emoji? <laughs> yeah. Face palm. Uh, Hit us up on the socials, guys. Was my joke funny or it wasn't funny? Should I make it a bit every week? That you I should do a, joke, a dad joke. Or should every, I make it a bit that I never do a dad joke? Never every ever week. tell a joke. Do you know, I, I tell more dad jokes at home because now yeah. I'm a dad. And yeah, I'm you're like, a dad, right? And my dad has always told dad jokes. And now I'm like, oh, God, I did. I dad count jokes. myself as a dad because I've got two cats. So I allow myself to tell shit jokes. I didn't do jokes. I just did. Cats don't laugh. Even the cats odd shit. Yeah, the cats don't laugh. But that's all right. I think jokes. Cats don't laugh. You've got to be. I mean, I've never really found jokes that funny, so they never really interested it's me. It's a different type of comedy. It is, and puns and things like that. You know, I tell you, actually, I tell you the, the I think is a genius joke, and I can't even remember who it was. It's like Bob Hope, or you know those sort of old school yeah. comedians. I can't remember who it was, but Max he said Bygraves. when I when I when I told they they he died a couple of years ago, and they were doing a little radio piece, and they sort mm. of said this joke and how it was like such a genius joke. He said, when I told people I, I wanted to be a comedian, they all laughed at me. 
<laughs> You're not laughing now, are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's clever. That's it's clever. A, that was, you know, it's a joke. It's a, it's a come on, man. It's yeah. you can see it coming. I like it. The clever, but it's I like still a good clever. joke. Yeah, I like clever. You should say that jokes. for your show on uh, Radio Two. <laughs> Taking I've got over a show on Radio Terry Two. Wogan. I like them. I can, I, I can go. Oh yeah, that's. I clever would do nothing for joke. the BBC. <laughs> nothing for the BBC. Nothing. British brainwashing corporation. But here we go. Carry on. But I just say if you put it out there, if you put it out there, let's carry on as exactly as he said before he starts telling us some. Carry on, carry on. He starts taking us down his rabbit hole. Oh, there's some things I'd. I'd That's a different episode about. Yeah, there's some things Uh, I want to bring up, mate. There's rabbit. There's rabbit world. Forget rabbit hole. Don't you love it when people get? I love this when people get saying wrong. You know, like. Oh, I went down a rabbit hole. People go, "Oh, yeah, I went down a wormhole the other day." With and you go, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, wormhole? "Where did you come out?" <laughs> Where's the reference? I mean, it's Alice in Wonderland. You're going down the rabbit hole into a mad little wor- wormhole. The they used to do that. They about? used to do that. I think on I the love Simpsons. It when people get shit wrong. Either the Simpsons or Family Guy. They used to have like a foreign immigrant characters oh, right. you know really? they always used to do I every to... time they run they used to do a saying but slightly oh wrong. i love that shit it was I, very funny i probably would really like family guy but i've only ever watched the star wars episodes yeah. but yeah getting back to jokes i didn't write jokes i appreciate a good joke if it's clever like the one you just said the um, second one not the, the first second one, one yeah. <laughs> but i didn't write jokes they were just i t- would take people into my mad m- my mad surreal World. zany world how, how long did you do stand up for not that long um so did you have the same kind of set all right through, or did you had, change it oh yeah it changed like i wrote this thing <laughs> sometimes you think something's funny in your head and then and then like, it flops well it happens to us every week I, on the podcast. i had this i the first bit of material <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny when i listen to them back. the first bit Maybe of material i wrote um, I never performed in because I was in my house. I lived on my own in, in Yorkshire, in Huddersfield. And I was sitting watching the telly and I heard this noise. It was kind of like... And I was like, what the fuck is that noise? And I couldn't work out what this fucking noise That's was. Smith's colonic. It was, it was, it was his noise. <laughs> Someone was having a colonic. Smith was in the other room having a colonic. <laughs> Please. Uh, but I couldn't work out what this noise was. I, I turned the TV, I turned the volume down, I turned it off, I went into the kitchen... I thought it's at the radiators and I was like going around the whole house trying to find this noise and, I, and it kept, I kept hearing it. I couldn't work out what it was. In the end, this isn't a funny story. This is why I didn't do it as material. It was my nose. It was making a, <laughs> it was just making a <laughs> noise every time I breathed out. I but I couldn't that. get to the, yeah, I, I, I couldn't get to the bottom of it. So I'd written this whole material about this <laughs> nose whistle. And then um, the day I was going to do my very first stand-up, an open mic in King's Cross, I completely just changed my mind because a friend of mine told me about, um, it was a true story, about a fight he had with his flatmate who was a dwarf. And and it was all about washing up. And I was like, and they actually had a physical fight. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the punchline on this Well, he had, a, he had a fight a with him. A dwarf washing up, yeah. nose whistle. Do you know what I picked So I rewrote you know Ted when he fights Ted. Have you seen Ted? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he told me about it and he was, he wasn't trying to be funny. He was telling me dead seriously. Oh, I, I, I had this flatmate and he was a dwarf and we used to argue about washing up. And then one day we had this physical fight. I mean, and pinned him up fair, against the wall. And I was going, you can't beat up a dwarf. How does he do the washing up? Well, in my story, because I rewrote it to be me, I, I, he had a little toddler stool, a uh, little toddler step that he'd step yeah. on um, because he, 
didn't wash up I uh, because he was a cunt I used to hide it or I moved the mirrors up a little bit so we thought he was shrinking anyway all this shit anyway so he told me this story about <laughs> he told me this story about beating up a dwarf and I went you can't be I said Neil you can't beat up a dwarf I mean that's like shout hitting out a child yeah. or, shout out to or Neil. hitting women you, I said what like if you pinned him up by his neck against the wall his little legs would be kicking Off away yeah so I went, I'm going to use this as a fucking story. So I rewrote my whole routine in a couple of hours about me living with a dwarf, us having a fight, him. Because the real story was uh, he'd, they'd had a fight over a TV being in the living room and then he'd taken the TV. It was like a shared TV and he'd taken this big new plasma screen and, and took it into his room. The dwarf guy. The dwarf. And wow. he was like, that's out of order. That's it's legit. For him, that's like a maxi <laughs> that's IMAX. Like mix. That's like yeah, carrying a, IMAX. But carrying they got a people into a carrier. quarrel over this. He was like, no, it's the fucking living room TV. You can't take it in your room. And he went, you need to wash up. And he said, I'm going out. And he went out and he came back and he said it was all tidy and everything. But what he'd actually done was he'd just put all the washing up away in the Ooh, cupboard. The, the dwarf. Yeah. Or the, or without washing it. Yeah, hadn't washed it up. <laughs> so... This is what caused the fight. So I took it one step Dirty further. dishes. Put them back yeah, in the cupboard. Yeah, what a cunt. What a little cunt. Uh, so I just went, I just took it on a mad journey and like they get into a fight and he he said, um, the, the, the fight ends with him being chased around a table and he picked up a big, I can't, is it Bell's whiskey? Yeah. Yeah, those people used to put coppers in them, didn't they? they Bell's Palsy. Yeah, yeah. Bell's so he picks up this bottle of whiskey and the, and the, the dwarf guy runs towards him, trips and just goes, Thump! And he's trapped in the <laughs> bottle, but he puts it on a mantelpiece and he's in there like an angry, angry sort of gremlin, uh, genie sort of guy. And he just leaves it there and he leaves the flat. Anyway, he just goes off in a mad fucking tangent. But I could, I really sold And I went, oh, I've really, yeah, I've, people found this funny. So This is going to be so funny. Next day, you are booked for the National yeah. Dwarf Convention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it seemed to go down well. So I had this routine that, and I really drilled it down and I got good at it. And then... When I got confident with it, I then wrote new material, um, which I won't go. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to tell all my different fucking, it's not the Ben show. And I just got confident with the material I was doing. So when I went to Edinburgh, it was pretty slick what I was doing. But that was the danger is, um, is trying out shit before it's, it's mm. tried and tested. Because, mm, mm. Oh, and with an audience, it's the, 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 the wrong audience. <laughs> <An> audience. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine the lights, the fucking lights go up and I'm like, can't oh, see anyone. Fuck. Where are they? Oh, they're down there. Oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't do my dwarf material. They're yeah. fucking, I'll offend people. Dwarfs, I probably wouldn't do it now. Dwarfs drinking Because I don't think it, it's not PC and I probably yeah. wouldn't do it I was going to say, these days that would be, I mean, yeah. what do you even write material about these days? Because every, the whole point <sighs> of comedy is, is anxiety. <laughs> anxiety. You're poking fun. Hey. But you're poking Colonic fun at things that are a bit <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, which I had you whole, can't do anymore. I had a whole routine about, um, I was on a, a tube and, you know, there are adverts on the tube. Uh, as you sit down, you look up and it was, it said, wake up to rape. And I thought, oh God, that's the worst thing you could <laughs> wake a, up to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, what's wrong with an alarm clock? <laughs> you Subscription would, that service would be, available. It would be the worst thing to wake up to, rape. So I built this whole material about just this one advert. Wake up to rape. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it now. And I've had, um, I've spoken to girls and they're like, you can't make yeah. jokes about rape. It's not funny. So I don't, well, I don't do comedy anymore. So yeah, I did it about two or three years in answer to your question, going mm. back to it. And it was terrifying. And I was terrified every time I went out to do it. The anxiety, oh, fuck. I mean, it's one of the reasons I guess I packed it in. The anxiety was just... It's got to be fun, isn't it? For it to have I, a, but it's, a longevity. You've every time I came it. off, Every time I came off, sounded like every time I came off on stage, uh, 
every time I came off, I was buzzing. It was an amazing yeah. feeling. I went, they the really- The highs are high, the yeah, lows Yeah, I was like, low. oh, it was amazing. They, they thought I was funny. I've been booked again for another show. And um, people were talking to me afterwards and they're yeah, buying me you're drinks. You're walking through the audience, everyone's like, yo, Hey, high five. I'm like, yeah. They but, see you in the toilet. Hey, so you're the funny all, guy, man. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah, they did. And, yeah. and, and I enjoyed talking to people and you felt appreciated. But- it's short-lived. You like you'd go home and you'd be buzzing that night, and then you'd be booked for the following week, and you'd be going, "Oh God, I've got to do it. Mm. I've got to do it again in Doncaster." Like, this oh, time you're in the toilet, and it's like oh, three God. angry dwarfs going. That's <laughs> yeah. that guy. That's that guy. Yeah, there's that fucking bloke who thinks it's funny to talk about beating up dwarfs. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was the anxiety was very difficult to deal with. Even though the the, the highs were great, I just the the whole week about stressing about it. Like Smith with um, podcast. Yeah. Would you yeah. would you go back to it? Or would you would you say <sighs> let me let me phrase it a different way. Would you say you'll never do it again? I wouldn't say I would never do yeah, it again. So it's kind of um, it's there if it becomes a thing that you wanted to do. It's just it's not where my Yeah. I, I it's like we were talking about last week with jujitsu. Mm, I'm mm. just I love jujitsu so much that like there's an amateur theatre group in the village and I just thought and I, I've been asked to be in amateur stuff over the last few years and I thought I don't it would be fun but I'm like I don't think it would be as much fun as rolling around trying to choke out your mates mm. so I'm like I don't really want to I do it but it's not uh, it's not that I would never go back to it and I said to you last week someone wants me to do something which I went over to his yesterday to to discuss and it sounds like a really good idea and I, I am going to give it a go but that was clothes on then I'm that, assuming the, 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 actually, it's funny you say that. Because uh -huh. we, we did some jujitsu as well. There were clothes on, but then we went into like a deep, cold plunge afterwards. And oh, nice. we were just in our pants. You're supposed, you're supposed to go cold plunge with nothing on. This I know, is, but I didn't want to see. Yeah, but it was cold. And I thought, I thought my willy, yeah, my willy yeah, would yeah. go really small. My testicles would go up in my body. And my willy would look like a little walnut whip. There's and I a, thought, I don't, trick to that. I don't want him to see me. A, His parents a, were there as well. He went, oh, my that. parents are just there. I went, <laughs> pants if you, on. If you start with a small willy. Where does it go? You're right. You're all right. <laughs> You've got no problems. You can go in the cold. You can come out again. Don't change. You're all right. Yeah. Small willy. So, so jiu-jitsu now being more your focus mm. do you think that helps you with anxiety um do you smith hell no i don't know because no, i mean I'm, i get anxious I'm, going go on, go on, to go i get anxious going to jiu-jitsu even though i know everyone there and i know i'm gonna have a good time i get anxious i get anxious before roles but do you get even anxious even, even if it's like regular classes yeah or only if it's something different regular classes yeah because i don't want to look like i'm shit and some days, some days you haven't got it in you. You're like, oh, I just can't stop him passing. He's too good or I'm too tired or I've got this injury. And I'm like, I don't want him to think my jujitsu shit. Because I'm overthinking everything. I used to feel like that. Certainly when I was at Mill Hill, I used to feel like there's, there's definitely a pressure of like, you know, if you have a stripe or you have a belt or mm. whatever, like you're representing the fact that Nick gave you that blue belt. Mm. Like you better be able to yeah. roll like a bluebird. Now yeah. I don't give a fuck. But you're good. You've always no, been good. No, no, no. It's not, it's not that. I mean, like I was saying to you earlier, with the, at, at Ibby's where I train, there's a bunch of blue belts there that are a proper handful, mm. a, whole, a whole gang of them. And every time you roll, I mean, pretty much with, with all it. of them, every time I roll, I'll get caught. But I don't give a shit. I like training. 
I just I go I find that it, it relaxes me it calms my mind it calms my my head down it helps me yeah. like de-stress from a, a day at work or whatever yeah and I and I and I no longer go with well that's I, it's not that I no longer go with any expectations I go now with the intention enjoy yourself that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. only one enjoy yourself don't get injured mm. don't injure anyone else in that order mm-hmm. if if those three know, things happen um that's it but the thing good. is i do i always enjoy myself but i still get i still get anxiety driving there um i was just thinking as you said that what is you know like there there are names for groups of things like an embarrassment of pandas or a murder of crows or a pride of lion is it an embarrassment what, of pandas yeah it's an embarrassment of pandas a kaleidoscope of um butterflies these are the, again stupid shit i google on my mind but what there must be a name for a group of blue belts like a gaggle of blue belts uh, i'll tell you the white belt one what is it a spastic a spaz, of white, a spaz, of, a white spaz belts. of white belts a spaz of white belts in the corner i think blue, arm blue, bars. Belts, blue belts is going to be like crows right a murder of blue a murder belts. of blue belts because that is the danger belt where you're good yeah. enough yeah they know to get someone yeah you're probably 20 you're probably fucking training 11 days a week because you yeah. want to get a purple belt limitless energy yeah and then they just smash you up so in answer to your question it helps with helps with my anxiety after i've rolled uh-huh yeah so when i come back i feel far less stressed oh yeah yeah so yes it does help my anxiety but it also causes anxiety when yeah. i'm going yep so that's the, but that's like for me where where I mean I don't know whether you probably pay no attention but mostly when I used to walk into Mill Hill and same when I walk into Ibby's, I never talked to anyone. I would walk in, I would get changed, I, I would sit at the side. You. Me and Smith used to talk to you. But I never I, used I to come everyone, and yeah. talk to you. Did you not? No, I never used to. I never would go and talk to anyone. But you I would go in and sit down on the side, and if oh. someone would come and talk to me, I would obviously talk to them, but I wouldn't actively have a conversation because I would just be like. I'm just going to warm up and just the do the zone, glass bro. and see how it goes. And No, no, it was just, it was more stressful. No, but it was like, you know how we talked about, like, you get there, you don't want to get there too early because you sort of sit in the car for a bit <sighs> and then that little seed starts growing Fuck in your yeah. mind. This is so comfortable. Oh, I really don't want to get out of this seat. Oh, it's a bit nippy yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Should I just turn around and go back home? Um, and so we always, we were saying, you always sort of time it where literally you get, you know, you, you, you arrive there, get straight out of the car, you haven't got time and you just go straight in and mm. that's it and you get on with it. Mm. And that's that's the best way. I mean, one of the anxiety things I dealt with, and I, you know, as, as I said before, as well, I get it massively all the time, is I've forgotten exactly what it was. Never mind. <laughs> you have anxiety about remembering I was things. In a, I was in a play once. And this guy just reminded me. He goes, the most important thing, the most important thing guys, that you is. need to remember is... <laughs> <laughs> and he just fucking dried and I went is is what and he went I'll come back to that he went, he went the most important thing to remember is his face I could see the terror in his eyes he went is but you knew the next line I knew Mike I knew but you didn't give line. it to him you're like yeah. no it wasn't my line it was a, a girl's uh, remember a girl's when you line. ate my sandwich my girl's fuck you my line was after the girl that um was waiting for her cue and oh god it's but don't you hate that the, the most important ping the yeah. most important ping Bing. The most i found the way i found the perfect solution but i forgot <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, 
Yeah, I mean, it, but I think that happens when you're trying to like follow conversation, especially with multiple people, and yeah. you're thinking, "Well, I've I've got to hold the thought of something I wanted to yeah. talk yeah, about yeah, in exactly. my head, but yeah. I want to pay attention yeah, to yeah, what's yeah, being yeah. said." Trying to be respectful, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like, "I've got to remember." It's like the googling when you picked your phone up earlier, and I went, "Oh, I just want to tell them. I just want to ask them what they've both googled last." And then you were telling a story, and I was like, "Try and remember. Try and remember your point." Otherwise, you'll be frustrated when you go to sleep tonight. You'll have anxiety that you didn't. Do you know what? After listening to the podcast last week, I've said prevaricate and I meant procrastinate. And that bothered me. I was like, oh, I meant to say procrastinate, but I said prevaricate. And I was like, oh, God, you dickhead. You're such a dick. I did, I did think that at the time. Thanks, like, what is this? Why didn't you pick me up on it? Procrastinate, I know what it means. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to. Sound Let me like know. A, but I'm going to sound like a retard here. Let me know when you get around to the what, what, what does what does prevaricate mean? Is it like embellish and uh, flamboyantly? I hate when people ask me to define words that but, I. It's like my kids go. I know the word, but if you said to me again, like here's the briefcase. There's one million pounds in there. Explain what me, this it, word means. I'll be like, nah, I'm going to have a kebab say, tonight. He's going to Google it. Hit us up on the socials, people. If anyone knows what prevaricate means. I don't do know. public maths and I don't do... Three three dummies sitting with microphones. I was about to say let something us, and then I thought, know. don't say that because if it's a little bit wrong... What, the explanation? Yeah, you I was, will say it. No, I'm going to wait for Smith to Google <laughs> it. Speak or act in an evasive way. I was going to say delay or evasive yeah. and then I thought, don't say it. Evasive. Yeah. Don't say it. So, so yeah, so, yeah. But, so procrastinate is not the same. No. But in a way, mm. it's kind because no. similar. I think that's you why are my ev- mind you went, are evading, right? By by delaying, you're putting it off. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of I meant procrastinate. We'll give you a pass. <laughs> we'll give you the the uh, the, 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 the uh, linguistics police. We'll give you a. Part Have you remembered of, your point? Then? A soft no. warning. Thank this you. Time. Thank you. Have you remembered your? Well, it was, my point was how to deal with anxiety, and obviously but I haven't forgotten it. Forgotten it, and well. All right, I mean, so look, we got, I we try got to eliminate. NLP, yeah. reframing, saying like it's yeah. excitement. Um, I try and eliminate the Listening the to David Goggins calling you a pussy yeah. and just fucking getting on with it. I, I was going to say, I, I try and eliminate, eliminate the things that are going to trigger the stress. So if I... Uh, um, Be let's late. Say, let's say I was coming here for the first time and I said, oh, look, can you meet me at the gate? You say, yeah that eliminates that stress of me right, trying to right, find yeah, where exactly yeah. where I'm going. Yeah. Um, you saying, I'm going to be there before you get there, mate. So I'll be, I'll be there. Blah, blah, blah. If not, uh, I mean, going on Google earth or Google images and finding what the gate looks like. It's just stupid things like this. How long is the journey going to take me? I try and eliminate all the things that would cause yes. me stress. Yes. Um, I'll fill it with petrol bef- the day before, so I don't have to do it t- t- on, the, on the day. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I've got some uh, like a, uh, a chew bar that I can have, so I'm not too hungry, so I'm not thinking about this. I'll take the. I thought uh, you said a tuba. A tube, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 Could you oh, elaborate yeah. on that one? <laughs> but I try and eliminate things like if I. So that for me helped. Like Rachel's really good. So like if we go to, a, we seem to have gone to a lot of weddings over the last few years, which terrifies me because I don't know any. I'd never know anyone at the wedding, and she's like, "I'm gonna say, I'm gonna stay with you. I'm gonna sit with you. If you need a drink, I'll go and get it." Um, this, I'm gonna. We're sitting with these people. They're really nice. She'll get on with them, and so she tries to like. She knows what manage, triggers me. Yeah. So if I can remove as many stressful things as possible from it, it makes it easier to deal with mm. 
But yeah, I've not gone through any therapies like like you have. This is therapy. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't therapy. That was like that was a fucking intervention. That was like. Yeah. <laughs> but I avoid. This is not I going think, in a good direction. I don't know if this is a good tactic or not. But I just sometimes I just completely avoid the thing that's going to cause me the stress, and therefore I'm like, oh, thank God I didn't have to do that. But that does that does probably reinforce it the makes fear that of doing deeper. the thing. Yeah, yeah. So mm. that's as as much as that feels like a, a, a an easy way out. It, that probably for me certainly that probably just it just mm. makes it worse because you build it up to be mm. whew, like that's why when when I went back when I went to the the dentist and he said to me I can fill it again for you it will last about six months. Normally I would have been, yeah, okay, do that because it's kind of easier. Mm. But I was like, no, man, just fucking take it out. Let's mm. let's get after it. Yeah. Stop being a pussy. But then sometimes I get in a mindset where I'm like, no, push yourself to do this thing that you find difficult. Like yeah. go and compete. Yeah. Just fucking do it. And I'm like, yeah. I'll be in bed going, yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, that's why competition is mm. is a good thing because it does put you in that pressure cooker because again all right you you represent your club and bloody bloody blah, blah but it is a, it's a bit like doing stand-up comedy right mm. you walk you booked it mm. you paid for Don't it you. a jujitsu yep. competition where you are wearing a belt so you're saying this is my rank and then you go to perform on your own and you find out like can i do it or can i not but i think regardless of how it goes it's a it's a good experience of pushing yourself to do something that you don't really need to do and mm. and going through those yeah. difficult because then you you know hopefully you you do start to make another little groove which is the groove of oh well fuck it i'll just do it anyway i don't want to do it a, but I, make it a bit as you were saying that you just, you just made me think when i was talking about the anxiety i had doing stand-up and the payoff was amazing i'd be like oh god i'm so glad i did it it was brilliant that has also happened when I've competed. I've gone, God, I really don't want to do this. I'm going to lose. I'm going to embarrass myself. And then I've competed and then I've, I've had some success or I've, I've done okay. Afterwards, the relief, I've gone, oh, God, I feel really good. Because it's, yeah. it's a release of something. Yeah. You've gone, oh, I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. Oh, that, oh that was so good. I feel, yeah, because you've conquered oh, something. I'm glad I had that colonic irrigation. <laughs> oh, I feel much lighter. I love some comfort. And would you? Would you have another puffy one? coat? No way. Oh, <laughs> no way, man. Why not? Just, just one was enough. Tick the box, no, as I'll, you would I'll, say. I'll try this off the bucket no, list. I try everything. I'm open-minded. You know, whatever, whatever. But literally off the bucket list, man. It was. That and um, waxing your back. Before you can say what you never wax your back, or you no, would. I never will, though. I have ever my chest again. Waxed I did it. No, no, I did it. I did it a few Ooh. times. I'll just Never do one with the clippers, just trim it. Well, yeah, 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 I just, that's what I have done. But I had a, a, a friend whose wife, um, it's not relevant that she's Brazilian, but she's Brazilian. And she was... She it's was, a little bit relevant. Well, I guess so, jiu-jitsu. Because now um, I'm picturing that she's hot, right, which I, obviously is your friend's wife, so we can't really say that. But, you know... I'm, she's an attractive lady. And now I'm picturing um, it. But she, was, she used to do waxing, I think, back in Brazil when she was getting back into it. And she wanted some sort of Practice. guinea pigs, yeah. yeah. But the guinea pigs were too small to wax. <laughs> oh, oh, said I, see, I see what you mean. About, about you don't tell jokes. That's a bad <laughs> joke. Um, so she said, can I do you? Uh, can I do your chest? Oh, God. And I said, yeah. So she did it. And well, that was quite unpleasant. Yes. It was it unpleasant. Painful, and then it grew back. And then I was like, 
oh, so I clipped it. And then she messaged me, well, actually her husband messaged me, who I'm friends with, said, oh, she really wants to do it, your chest again. I went, oh. Well, Does I, he have a hairy chest? No, he's got like three pubic hairs that come out of his nipples. And um, they're ginger as well. So they're unsightly. I mean, I'd it's fucking... punching above his weight then. I'd, wax, the, I'd wax those all the time. Anyway, um, so I've let it grow back a little bit so she can do it again. But it, I don't know really Now what, we're going off piste. I don't know why I'm going to let it do it because it was quite unpleasant. Like I was trying to be a tough guy and didn't, didn't go. No. Dude, it was, all. I'll tell you, it was the worst, like the third time I, I tried to do different Do you have a hairy back? Yeah, man. My, my wife's like, you look like a gorilla. Do you like, know, it's quite funny. That's a like, compliment though, isn't it? Like because a, obviously like Smith comes every week to, to roll in the white basement and Seymour comes every week as well. So when I go in on a Monday to hoover up, it looks like we've put a carpet down in the, on the mat. When I go on a Tuesday to hoover up after Seymour, it looks like we didn't train. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never crazy. noticed your back. Oh, I think you've always worn a rash guard. <laughs> Funny that. Well, <laughs> you, you, you think it was a rash guard. Yeah, it wasn't a rash guard. But look closer. It's a hairy rash guard. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. But again, I'll tell you another funny one, though. It's um with, with this sort of stuff. You know how we were saying, you only find out about yourself. You really see the true person that you are at moments of stress. You know, like massive, I don't know, like grief, stress, whatever it is, you know, mm. fear, etc. Mm-hmm. And you find, you really find out about yourself. And I remember the, the third or fourth time I got my back waxed. I was trying different kind of waxes. I was saying, what's wrong with, like, it hurts so much. And, and they were saying, oh, we'll try a different one. We'll try a sugar wax. We'll try this wax, that wax. And the fourth, they apply it with their tongue? What, why does it need to be sweet? Do you know that always... No, sugar is like sticky. Always reminds me of... Right, I'm with you. Pink Panther. <laughs> French wax, English wax, domestic wax. Yeah, it's right. But, but anyway, <laughs> but I remember getting it done the, the, fourth, the, the fourth time and the last time I got it done. And you know when... Um, it's like, look, let me tell you, I'm Hindu. I'm Hindu, right? You know, it's a, I'm not practicing, you know. And, well, uh, I hope you're not practicing. You, you missed, should be really good at you it. Missed the, you, missed the, you missed the story <laughs> that practicing. happened before the podcast. What was that? Your, your... Uh, oh, me <laughs> saying this singing? is racist. Hey, Jude. But in an Indian accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And whether but, that was racist. Let me finish the story, though. But it's... Um, <laughs> but I remember got, when, I, when I was getting it done, and you, you know how I was saying, you, you just don't realise, you're like... What the wrong, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I thinking like this? And I remember, and my parents always said to me, you go, you go to a Sunday school, you're in England now, you learn about, you know, Christianity, whatever. So I know about Christianity, you know, I'm not, you know, not, not too much, but I know enough. And, you know, about the story of Jesus, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember Never being on that table, I remember being on that table own. and it was like literally, it, it felt like they're stripping off bits of skin off me. And I remember thinking to myself at the time going, Jesus was getting whipped by the Romans, <laughs> right? And I remember thinking to myself, after Jesus, in, my, in, my, in the car room, I'm like, why did I think about that? <laughs> like, it just, it must have been painful. Pain, pain I love that you've really compared yourself to Jesus. Gee, this is the sort of pain Jesus must have gone through. <laughs> Maybe the Romans should have waxed him. <laughs> did they wax your, did they wax like a circle around the top of your head as well? Or no? Yeah, before the... It was just... I said, the pain was just, oh, mate, I, I will never do it again. But I remember thinking, like, really weird. Is your weirdly, back hairy than your front? No, no, no. it's it's, it's probably less. But it's just, I was just... Oh, I, I, I was just being a tart. And I remember when I got that waxy done... City boys. City bankers. And I went to... Um, no, no, no. And I went on holiday with my, you know, with my wife, you know. So, so I remember the very first day, my wife's like, right, I'm going down to the pool. Our friends, are, they're all down there. Like, hurry up. What are you doing? I said, I'll come down in a second, love. I'll come down in a second. And I eventually come out there, you know, like, here we go. 
And Sonia goes to me, she looks at me, she goes, what the fuck have you done with your back? And I remember looking and it was just literally scars. Like, really? Like where like that wax had taken off bits of skin. Oh, it really had? <laughs> Fucking yeah. Hell. It was, you should have gone I'd been whipped some by the Romans. Yeah. I'd been whipped by, literally. Was, and she just goes, and, and I thought the next thing would be like, oh, you know, poor you. She goes, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so Why'd you do that? And I was like, I was like, you know, remember that film, The Full Monty? I was like, yeah, yeah. I did it for you, love. <laughs> I, did it. I was doing it for you. It's Valentine's Day coming up. <laughs> yeah. I thought you might like a yeah. smooth back. <laughs> That's my gift. <laughs> yes, before the podcast. Uh, give, us a, give us a couple of bars. No, because I don't want to appear to be racist. Oh, I told my Spanish that? Oh, hide that for behind that? closed doors. He's, t- he's told us he thought he was Jesus well, getting whipped joke. I used to do a- accent when I... When I was at drama school, you have a CV when you come out of drama school and you list the accents you can do. And I, I was thought I was half decent at accents, so I had loads of accents. Did you do American do. accent? I'm joking because you keep doing that all the time. <laughs> and I was a few, probably about five years ago, I was just singing Hey Jude um, in my kitchen while I was cooking. I was just going, I can't remember the words now. Don't make it bad. So this is just to point out this is Ben doing this and not yeah. me in case everyone gets mis- mixed up but I was just like doing this terrible accent and Rachel because my neighbours are Hindus and Rachel went you can't do that that's racist and I went well, I'm not I'm not racist she went yeah but you sound like you're taking some piss like, yeah. I was going I'm just singing in an, a- in an accent she going yeah but it's silly and it's that's offensive yeah, dude. I was like, but is, so what I asked these guys was, if I was doing it in a Scottish accent, would that be racist or, uh, you know, a, a Jamaican accent or an Australian accent? And I don't comment, but what the answer was... I think the answer was, if someone wants yeah, to get offended, offended, they're going to yeah. get offended. But I don't do this anymore. So yes. I don't sing in any sort of ethnic accent. Just apart to be from clear a regional for everybody, accent. just for the podcast, Except for our listeners. Did. Yeah. Well, you made me do it. You made yeah, me do it. Jason made, he him made do me do it. Yeah. This is this is always a, the best defence in court. <laughs> yeah, they made, made me do it. Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching this thing last night on TV where Donald Trump was talking to a. This was back when he was running for president again, and he went, "I'm I'm the least racist person in the room," and I thought, "Well, so you are a little bit." <laughs> a little bit racist then. I'm the least racist. Yeah, but we, so there's yeah. still a little we've bit had this conversation. Have you? I'd have just gone, I'm little... not racist. But you went, I'm the least racist. So that I'm a little bit racist, but I'm not as racist as some of these other politicians. Yeah, everyone's but... a little bit racist. Yeah, we've all got bias, haven't we? But you I know. think, I, 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 I can't I remember who I heard it from, but really. it's a, it's a, um, it, it, it helps with evolution. The fear of, fear of the, the other. other. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't tribal. know what you're dealing with. Yeah, because they can be carrying diseases, they look different. Yeah, it's come, I've heard that. Yeah. It's through I mean, evolution. That's, it's, it, that's, it's a, it's oh, a, you two terrify me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I come to roll with you in the white basement. I'm like, oh, God. The white basement. <laughs> I mean, but they've named, named it the white <laughs> it basement. A, Maybe in my honour. Smith named it the white basement. I know basement. he did, yeah. <laughs> but but did, didn't we Smith say it? Smith christened it. The rainbow basement. But we did actually, Jason did say to me, he said, he said one of his friends, when we were asking for feedback on the uh, first episode, oh, yeah. sorry, why, why don't you tell it? Um, he said, he said, um, you can't call it the white basement. He said, I'm not sure, not too sure it, about that. it sounds like white supremacists. Yeah. <laughs> so white I sent only. Him, so I'd done, yeah. I'd done like a little Good. thumbnail. <laughs> I'd done like a little thumbnail of me and him that was possibly going to be the, the, uh, the yeah. design for the podcast. 
two Indian guys with, <laughs> yeah. with geese and gum shields doing the doing the shaka, whatever you call it. And he was like, that looks like two skinheads. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I just replied back to him. He's yeah. one, one of my best friends. For some reason, he did it in black and white as well. I just, or something. I just yeah, replied right. back to him, okay, feedback uh, taken Thanks. on board. Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yes. So I'm careful now. I only do regional accents because I just don't want to offend anyone. I don't do any rape jokes. I don't do jokes about beating up dwarfs. Um, so if you've got any functions, just to let's let's, I let's start winding on druids. Up, I started picking on druids at one point. So you, I thought they're not going to take offence, are they, druids? If you've got any functions and you want dwarf Bull, jokes, bullshit, rape no? jokes, oh, or anything that's else, here, isn't it? Yeah, don't that's why I thought I'd pick yeah. on them. Because I thought I don't. I, I mean, I, I bumped into a few druids because there are a lot of ancient Around stones. Druid is like wizard, right? They're like wizard ancient, light. ancient wizards. Wizard light. Uh, I thought, I don't think they're going to be at many gigs. So I thought, yeah, I'll have a go at... Uh, you either take the piss out yourself, because people can't yeah. be offended like by that. We'd like to bug you for hey, the stone I was really offended that you took the piss out of your yeah. big nose. But yeah, you've got to be... So yeah, now I don't... I sing in my own voice when I'm singing when I'm cooking. I sing a lot when I'm cooking. Uh-huh. What do um, you cook? What's yours? What's yours? Curry. Let's, let's finish it like <laughs> that. Curry and... <laughs> I cook what's all your, cuisines. What's your what's your speciality? You got to cook curry, one dish. Curry. Oh, what, what? Curry. That's a bit broad. Does it? Well, it's like it's the 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 recipe originally was it was from a book and it was from the southern part of India. Um, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the curry. Smith, I just you know did, the ingredients. You never cooked nothing in your life, right? What would you and, cook? P- and spaghetti bolognese. What would I make for dinner? Or Chinese? What's your Chinese. What's your reservations? Oh, a roast dinner. <laughs> Actually. Ch- I might say roast dinner. I'm pretty good at a roast dinner. Roasting yeah. what though? I roast. You roast somebody. I roast. I roast chicken and roast chicken. pretty much every as in vegetable. take the piss out of it. Roast no, it I, or you fucking sitting there with your legs playing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Uh, I don't know. You got garlic on you. You got fucking lemons. I don't know. You can't roast a chicken. I <laughs> got that so fucking shit. You can You can roast a chicken, but you can't roast a chicken. It's dead. It can't fight back. It no, can't, it can't. cuss you back. So that's a bit unfair. Yeah. No, you got no head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no roast. It'll either be a curry or roast or a bolognese. Or and Chinese. if you couldn't make reservations, what would you make? I make a really nice pizza from Morris Porridge. But no, no. But you <laughs> add a few things extra to you, it. You remind a me of, of my friend Daniel Doroche from right. school. He made he he got thrown out of the exam during the exam. He made for his home economics exam end the year exam boiling the bag of spare ribs. <laughs> what you said, cup of soup? He literally boiled the thing. kettle. Same thing. Boiling the, in the bag of spare ribs. Oh, I love it. I Daniel Dorosh. I went when I think in my early twenties, all I cooked was curry because curry was my favourite food. So I just cooked curry, 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 curry. Um, but I don't cook it as much anymore because I'm the only one that really. Is that when eats you it. started developing the Indian accent? It started uh, coming with it. I, uh, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I just loved the culture and therefore I was just like. Oh, Have you ever been to India? I've been to Sri Lanka. Oh. Um, but I do love, I do love curry. But um, can't live my, without a cousin. My, ki- my kids don't. They ki- my kids don't really eat curry, so I, I cook a lot of pasta and things yeah. like that now, which is which I love, but mm. it's. It's not curry. It's, yeah, it's not curry. It's not spicy. It's not curry. I used to be able to eat. I used to eat curry for nearly every meal, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was just like, oh, it's heaven. I can do it for short periods of time, like a holiday, but not. Yeah, not. 
But I don't eat spicy curries anymore. I don't eat spice, a lot of spice anymore. I don't eat, I used to, and I love paneer. Paneer is just like manna from heaven. Oh, I love paneer. I could eat that shit all day. Beautiful. Mm. Let's wind it up. I think we should. It's um, We've covered... We've, we've, we've covered, covered a lot of anxiety. topics, as always. We've never we've really reached more. any conclusions. We've done more to <laughs> advance the science, of diagnosis, therapy, practice. Well, you put some sh- and, good shit out and there. And curing for the whole of humanity of anxiety. I think we've probably done more in two hours than... Than a, a standard life coach I, 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 would do. I, I, than I a 25-year-old internet like. life coach could do you in six sessions. Yeah. We've done it in one. <laughs> for nothing. But do you know what? It's... It's good to hear about other people's anxiety because often I think you think you're the only person. Yeah. You think, oh God, I'm such a freak. Yes. I'm the only one that gets nervous yes. about going and filling up. When you my speak diesel. to people, so so yeah, this will be my last little tip. If you've got anxiety, speak to people about yeah. it, and you'll find, as I found, and I'm sure everyone else would tell you the same thing. Half the people you speak to will mm. say, oh yeah. I get that, or yeah. I had that, or I get yeah. this, or you know. Or I what? understand. And and suddenly you realise you, you can't see it because people cope with it, but yeah. it's a really common thing, and most people will be able to to kind of help you out, or you'll just feel better by talking to them. Mm. And uh, I yeah. hope that you felt a bit better if you get anxiety by listening to this podcast. I hope you yeah. didn't. You probably didn't get too drunk because. He only said it pick, once. Once you picked him up on it, there was no he more whatnots. He literally said whatnot once. Just say whatnot in case anyone was just waiting with their bottle. There's all kinds of words I can do. There's there's whatnot and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot. There you go. That's it. four shots. Four shots to finish <laughs> the for finish the episode with. So Look, Ben, thanks for coming around. You're welcome. It's, uh, it's great to hear from you. And um, it's as hopefully as good as part one. Um, but better, um, hopefully better. I didn't, I didn't bring better. down the quality. If it was like Empire Strikes Back, it would be better. But mm. you know, if it's, I had fun. It's like jujitsu. Hot shots. Part I wanted the, to. Not, I wanted to enjoy myself and not get injured and not injure anyone. <laughs> how are you feeling? You you feel all right? Forearms. We, how was your anxiety throughout that though? Just um, massive and um, really no doing it's fine, but it's just doing the. I mean, I'm already like even in the middle of post. I was thinking, oh, got to do this next week. Really? Gotta Wait till you week. go back and listen to it. It's going to cure everything. It's not. It's going to make the anxiety even more. That do I really? But maybe need to with repetition of doing it. Yeah, I look. You will find it easier. I, 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 I think you know the, the the key thing I've learned is it's ignore the mics in front and obviously just talk like we're talking. Mm. Obviously, it makes it easier with three of us. Mm, you know, it makes the, the the conversation flow. So, and we've got loads of guests lined up for our podcast. We've got all kinds of interesting people. We've got some. We've got a doctor. We've got a restaurant manager. We're trying to find people with some. You know, to give us the real sort of insights into their lives. The sort of stuff. You know, the qu- kind of question you want to ask a doctor like hey did you just um you know did you just cram in your revision uh you know the the day before and i you thought know, you were going to say the questions or... you want to ask the doctor like, like can you just have a look arm. at this yeah because <laughs> i have because I, I have got a lump on my leg again i anxiety about going to the doctor but I, he, you were you a, a doctor or someone like that or a physio you, they must have people come up yeah, all go, the time, yeah. oh actually i've got a rash that uh, i've had for a while it just won't go and they must go Dude, I don't want to talk about my fucking yeah, exactly. job. I, I yeah. charge for this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But let's save that for the doctor podcast. Exactly. You can come back on. <laughs> just yeah, pretend to be a doctor. Just sit like this for the whole I'm episode. Gonna go, like, I'm going to go this long. Can you see it? <laughs> see, right my tattoo. Oh. All right, guys. <laughs> That's I'm it. anxious That's now. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for listening to the White Basement podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. 
And as I, as I said before, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with two friends. If you didn't enjoy it, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Go and listen to Joe Rogan, you fucking pussy ant. White Basement, we're out of here. If you don't deserve my love, you won't get it, no credit. Me over once and regret it, yeah, I've said it. Feelings and emotions, I can shed it, re-edit. I'm running from my past, yeah, a legacy through the hell is